inspire you? Ah, let me tell you, man. <laughs> Can I just say, old age, old age is not a good thing. You understand? I woke up with a headache. Oh, no. And I'm still having this headache. And I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Oh, no, I feel for you, my dear. So I, I apologize to my listeners out there if I'm not my cheerful self today. But when I tell you it's it's just been crazy and I'm trying to, you know, hold on, like, you know, you know what the show still goes on, has to of go course. on. Of course. So um, it goes on. The show must go on. That's all right. You know, we're not always going to be perky and peppy every single day. Excuse me. Every single day. So right. the day when, you know, and I and like, I like to be perky. I know. I like to be Realistically, we're talking about, yes. <laughs> you're not always going to be perky and peppy every single day. Yeah. I know. It's part of life. Yeah. It's part of life. So I, know, I hope you feel better, my dear. Thank you, my love. I hope my, my listeners are hearing me out there. Uh, let us know if you're hearing. I was hearing us before. So I know our listeners out there, they are like, if they yeah. can't hear us, they're going to let us know. Yes. I know. I was getting some text just now. I was like, are you guys on? Are you guys on? Are oh you guys on? God. We're hearing music. We're hearing music. I'm hearing music. What's up? I know. They they. <laughs> What's wrong with our people? They don't like music. They, they love music, love. but they love us more. They love us, and that's a chat. great sign. They I love know. us more than the music. They can hear music whenever they're tuning in, so they can hear us and yeah. hear us talk, and you know, I realize that info and dropping knowledge and all of that wonderful stuff. They don't want to hear nothing, no music. <laughs> I'm like, I don't blame them. Listen, but, you can go. To, to any platform, you know, to go get your music and, and whatever, you know, you guys know all the music platform. We're not advertising right now. So you can get your music wherever you want to, but guess what? We're coming to Let's Connect. And this time on Let's Connect on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. to listen to Let's Connect so they can hear us do what yes. we do. Well, I appreciate all them, all of the, all our listeners that love to hear us chat. Yes. I appreciate at least okay. somebody, at least you know somebody appreciate our 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 yapping, exactly. You know exactly. You know the husbands like so the husbands them can't manage we yapping right. So <laughs> this is our outlet. I was just gonna say that this is our outlet. Okay, this yes. is where we gotta let it out, and we love you guys for loving us and for allowing us to come into your space to yeah our talking but you know what <laughs> i'm happy about it because we share some great info with our guests yes. and they know we're bringing it every single week yes you know so yeah. that's they don't why know they, what they, hey they don't know what to expect you understand expect. especially especially when i open my model and lord of mercy oh, what lord. is reese going to say there this we week? go what's reese gonna say this week oh, this week oh. i'm gonna be nice I'm going to be, you know, because as I said, I woke up not feeling well, but I Aww. have to, 
you know, I got to be there for our listeners. And I love this topic that we're going to talk about today. So yes, that's another thing. So, you know, yeah. So what's well, going on? I'm now in Florida, back home in the sunshine. Yay! Oh, I am so jealous of you, my dear, but happy for you at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. So what's going on up there in Jersey? Oh, in Jersey right now, New Jersey, New York. <laughs> New uh, York. Really, actually, today is a beautiful day so far. I have to say, okay. it's been gorgeous today because for the we got another snowstorm this week, a couple okay. days ago. Okay. Yes, we got another snowstorm that came and dumped on top of the snowstorm we had last week. So we, you know, it was so bad that the snow plows and trucks and stuff had to come with the dump trucks, with the dump trucks, dump trucks to pick Mm -mm. up the snow and put inside the dump trucks and take it away. Wow. (laughs) Because the streets were just, there was just mountains and mountains and mountains of snow everywhere. I don't miss that. That's one thing I don't miss. Yeah, I gotta tell you. And right now there are so many people who are parked on the street. Uh, Their cars have been there forever and they can't get out because the snow has turned to ice. Mm. And the ice is now up to some, some cars. You can barely see them like inside of a snow mountain, like a little dugout or something. So they're not moving anytime soon unless they have some sort of a, a drill to drill yeah. the ice and get them out of there. You know, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> well, but today I'm, we had sunshine and it's beautiful. So we that feel is good. That's yeah. good. That's good. How about well, you here in Florida? It's, it's, it's not hot, but it's not cold. Just, okay. It's just perfect. It's just oh, perfect. Just so, perfect. yeah. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my mom and my mom said to me, she said, listen, I live in New York and- she said, Oh, mommy lives in New York. Yeah, my mom is in New York. So she says, listen, yeah, my mom is not moving. She's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not moving. I don't want to be in Florida. <laughs> yeah, you have some people that just not going to leave New York. They will, you know- they just love New York. Yes, if I didn't have kids, I'm a New Yorker. Bronx yeah. girl, everything. Born yeah. in Queens, raised in the Bronx. I love that whole height, that whole busy, that whole thing. But if I didn't have kids, I'd be right there right now. My yeah. kids cannot manage um, New York. Because Florida kids are, Florida kids are, it's not privileged, but they have a different way. They don't know how to hop on the subway. First of all, I would not let my kids hop on the server because they would like, I'm going to be worried that they're going to be lost. They're not going to know where to go. They're not going to know how to take transfer from the bus. You know, down here, we bring them to school. We take them to, you know, in New York, you jump on that bus with your, your bus pass. Well, that was when, when I was going. Jump on the bus, you show them your bus pass, you go to, that's it. Yeah. Florida, either the, 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 either the, the school bus picks them up or you take them to school. Oh. They don't know nothing about jumping on no train and switching from train to train. And yeah. I would worry my, I, you know, I, the New York up North kids are independent. They're it's, more because, independent. Because they're forced to be. What else can they do? It's the environment, you know? I remember when little elementary kids school, they're walking to school. 
down here. I'm so I took my kid to school up to high school up to now. I think you still take and your son is what 17. Yes. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I had that because of course, you know, I went to school in New York and you know, high school in Brooklyn in Brooklyn. Honey. I went to high school in the Bronx. And let me tell you, listen, we, we had to, I won't even go into listen, everything that we listen. saw. And we, I, walk, we, we walked, we, we took the bus or whatever. Yeah. Remember, I'm coming from country. You guys used to take the bus and stuff. So you were used to taking bus because you come from Castleton or whatever. Yeah. I live right around the corner. I used to walk home. I was literally living like five minutes from school. So wow. remember now, I'm, and I was sheltered. My mother sheltered me. Okay. And now think of a country girl moving to the Bronx yeah. that now has to learn how to take the transportation take to school. mass transport, yes. Didn't act, don't know how to act. I was <laughs> forced to be independent. I came home earlier than my parent, my father. So I had a house to myself. Never had that in life. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She had her business, a, a daycare center on property. So my mom was always home. Yeah. So yeah. you have to, so when you compare that, when you compare that, you know, to, to, from country to, to this big city, girl, I didn't know how to act. When we said broke out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That's the term for you. You're broke out. Broke out. Seven, 16. I don't know. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, Whole my God. new world. But, but see, that's the common thing. That's what happens because you're, you were raised one way. Yes. And that's why, you know, parenting is so difficult. Let me tell you, we talked about parenting teenage girls last week. But parenting in general is so hard because it is. there is no book on this stuff. None. As, as parents, we do the best we can. But when you're parenting, you just you, you just have to try to walk that middle lane because, like you, you know, you were raised where your parents were. You were sheltered. Yes, yeah. you know, sheltered is not sheltered. the word. Sheltered and then all is of not a sudden. Then all of a sudden, you're exposed to yeah. the elements. They, they, so they, you they, went crazy. Took me from the bush to the city. <laughs> so how am I supposed to act? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh my God, lights. I can actually go on public transportation. My mom not there. I, you know, man, Lord. So you lost your mind, basically. You just got all crazy. And it happens a lot, you know. But again, when we are parenting, you know, we just have to be cautious with our children. There's no book, right. unfortunately. There are no set rules. We just do our best. And, you know, I know what I try to do as a parent is somewhat walk the middle line, you know, right. to make sure that I'm not giving too much rope. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I try to give, a, a, you know, a, a little bit of independence. Right. And so that is why I'm not, I don't shelter my kids the way my mom sheltered me I give them as you said give them a little wiggle room yeah. but at the same time they have to remember I'm the parent this is what's going to go but I give them a little because honey I'm tired now at 50 I've been there I've done it so I'm good so if yeah. I never go into another club again I'm good another club if I don't go if I don't have another drink I'm good because honey I, when I said Brockhart I gave the term to Brockhart wow so, so you yeah. had your fill 
What? You, I, you, you lived. Girl, I lived it. I made up for lost time. That's I, right. I, I was happy for people who wish they were they were living through me. So I had to put up this, you know, I had to represent for all those shuts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, yes. You know what? So now you're content because you've been there, you've done it, you've been there, done you that. You wrote the book on it. Wrote and the book coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Reese. Yes, yes. That's so, great. And so don't let anybody you, tell you anything different. I'm, but I'm telling glad you, man. You did it safely and, and yes. It's all good. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So for all you out there, there's hope for you. Don't worry. There's hope. Because if Reese do it, anybody can. <laughs> and, and still surviving. And still surviving <laughs> to talk about it, right? Yes, yes. No mug shots, no nothing, right? So that, <laughs> yes. So oh, that that's what's going on. So, so this well, week, as you, as you know, I don't know our listeners. We're celebrating Black History Month, which we should be celebrating every month, right? But let's, you know, I'm going. I'm grateful for the month they gave us. They gave us a month, so we're grateful for that. So we're going to touch on topics this month that's very important to our brown and black people. As Miss Carol loves to say, she loves yes. to talk about her black and brown people. Black and brown people. Black Not and brown people. No, see, this is black. <laughs> this right here. Yeah. You know, the, the, we're brown. Yes. Well, some of us are darker, so we're black and, and brown. brown. And that right. covers a large scope. So we're going to be touching on subjects like today is mental health yes. in our community, which we don't like to talk about, or there's a big stigma. And in the upcoming weeks, we're going to talk about um, the person that invented the COVID vaccine. She was actually an African-American, right? Yes. Miss, right? So that's an that right there. And um, the other topics we're talking about is, you know, I can never, um, I can never um, pronounce that. Re reparation? Reparation. Reparation, yes. Right. So and we can go into that a little bit more when we go over that topic later this month. Right. Line up. But just but to get, just to give a people an idea of what's to come for this month. And um, it's going to be interesting this month. I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. And everybody, the lineup is actually posted on our IG page. It's also posted on our Facebook page uh, with the lineup for the month, what we're talking about with all the different topics and it has the dates, you know, we're on every Wednesday. So it has the dates and the topics for each one. So go check it out so that you don't miss the topics that you're interested in and yes. you come see us for those topics. Okay. And, and call in as usual, you know, you can call in or send us your comments. All right. So go check out those topics, check out our lineup. All right. So Ms. Carrie, you want to do the introduction that you always do. So yes, ma'am. <laughs> so today, everybody, again, welcome. This is Let's Connect. You know, the show where you're going to find the empathy, the compassion, and no most, judgment right most, here. Exactly. Absolutely. And we're here every Wednesday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. As you guys know, I just had to remind you about that so that you can join us and come in, join us whenever you want, which you guys always do anyways. So today, our topic is Black Mental Health. 
and it is a broad topic, but we kind of want to talk about what are some of the issues that we're facing in the black community, in the black and brown community, in terms of mental health and the stigma surrounding black mental health because trust me people it is very evident and it's mm -hmm. here and us black and brown folks we live with it on a daily basis so we're going to jump into a little bit of that send us your questions as usual as you always do we will ask them for you or you can ask the questions yourself as you yes know. all right so with that i want to welcome our very special guest today and please and remember to let them know they're from the uk so they're actually staying they stayed up for oh, us. That's right. Yes. And that's oh. our English peeps over there. So we've got some English folks on the line. Yes, we do. With us. Uh, our other half here from straight from the UK. And everybody, they're, they're so kind. They stayed up to talk to us because you know the time difference. You're mute, um, Emily. So I'm going to start off by introducing Emily Lewis. And Emily is the founder and CEO of I Found Me Therapeutic Counseling. So Emily is very, very experienced. She founded this organization back in 2018. And the, the, the idea at the time was just to ensure that counseling could be made accessible to everybody, right? Regardless of your financial status, your culture, your ability, et cetera. And I just want to introduce Emily right now. And Emily, and um, if you could also introduce um, the gentleman that is sitting next to you and uh, tell us about who you guys are. Tell us about, <clears throat> excuse me, I Found Me Therapeutic Counseling. So with that, welcome to both of you. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, well, thank you for the lovely introduction. Um, most grateful to be on your platform and to be reaching borders. So um, yeah, we're very happy to be here, no matter what time it is. So yeah, we're very grateful. Thank you for that. By um, the time, by the time I'm you're done talking today, I'll be talking English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not talking English right no, now. I, no, no, no. I meant the accent. The accent. <laughs> And make sure you hold your teacup in the right way, okay? Oh, oh yes, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I've got my teacup. Yes. <laughs> I love pretending that um, I'm English. I'm from England. I'm doing it all the time. Reese knows this, always. Yes, oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> okay, so in regards to I found me therapeutic counseling, like you said, it was established in 2018. But years before that, um, we've been doing counseling and working with um, people in the mental health industry. So working in hospitals, working in schools, um, working with various organizations and a number of charities. And we just want to give back really, um, I guess coming from a background where I experienced trauma myself and going through the motions of that and the experience of that, having that lived experience and then getting the support that I needed um, I found it very difficult to get the support at first, um, but I did in the end. Um, but what I realized was there was a lack of services and I just wanted to produce something that was available to all, like you said. Um, hence the birth of I Found Me Therapeutic Counseling. So we um, provide counseling services, we provide mentoring services, we provide advocacy. Um, and we do this throughout the community and it has broadened to be throughout the UK. We even have clients as far as Ghana 
um, because we run various workshops online. Um, so we run a black men's therapeutic workshop online. Um, we also run a black women's um, workshop. And just because of the popularity of it, we now run a mixed group as well, which has men and women. Um, we're looking to do one for teenagers because we're noticing that there is a need for support there as well. So that's how we're progressing so far. Um, this is my colleague Ruben, and you can introduce yourself um, <laughs> and the services that you do as well. Yes, I am Ruben, uh, as my colleague said, um, and the co-founder of Black Men's Matter. The Black um, mental health issues that we have in the community has reached climax level. We actually need to do a lot where men are concerned and where men um, coming out of their shells and actually speaking about mental health issues. Yes. Then I have decided within myself to go into mentoring. Um, uh, hence the birth of Black Men's uh, Black Mentors Matter. Um, I've been doing mentoring now for over five years. Uh, I love the job, love having the interaction with people, love being able to give back a lot. You know, I've, I've had, uh, as Emily said before, she's been through quite a bit of trauma. I've been through um, quite a bit of trauma as well. Um, as this on bereavement side of it, lost quite a bit of um, family members and the support really wasn't there um, that you can reach out and get that support that you really needed. However, I have found a way, my own little way of um, working around uh, the bereavement aspect of it. And then getting into, ment uh, getting into uh, mentoring helped me to see a lot more need out there for uh, mentors and counselors and so we, we decided to join um, the mentoring and the counseling together. And since it's been joined together, uh, we've seen a massive change in a lot where people are concerned. A lot of people are coming out more, uh, oh yeah, well, we can get mentoring and counseling at the same place at the same time with the same company so we don't have to switch, you know, and they feel a lot more secure. They feel a lot more open to be able to tell you and talk to you. They feel more comfortable more relaxed, so yeah. Um, hence the reason the Black Mentors Matter, you know, so this you company. Know, you say something and I wanna piggyback on that because we so focus on women, right? Yeah. It's all women, 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 women. But you, the men, they go through something too, but I guess because men are so, they, they don't talk. Woman in a minute, they will take up that phone like, yo, Carol, yeah, yeah, put it. A man, they hold it in. They hold it in. Yeah. So we think they're okay. Yeah, because we, we, I think where men are concerned, men believe that to be a man is to be, you have to, to show, you show a man up, you have to be strong and you have to. Yes, yes. You know, and and it's not true. Being a real man, you can let down yourself. You can let say, it down. You, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Being a real man, you can let it out. Yes. It's necessary to let it out. But you know where they get that from? Growing up in the islands. I can only speak yeah. for the islands. The yeah. way how they're brought up, how we are brought up, 
men are not supposed to show their emotions. Because yeah, if a yeah. man show their emotions, they're weak. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You know? Because we're looking at as well the cultural aspect of it. Yes. Because yes. we know a lot of black men, they have that stigma that is around where they're being targeted, they're being labeled as aggressive, they're being put into institutions and labeled as paranoid schizophrenics and so on. And this is a culture that is happening continuously, no matter what country you're in. But the thing is, nobody's looking back in regards to how it started, yeah, where that yeah. 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 Let me ask you this. Define mental health. Define that. Because I may think that it's one thing, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm thinking, when you say mental health, I'm thinking, okay, it's this. But can you define it for us and our listeners? Mental health for you in the sense but, that. Sorry, let, let me just first say, yeah, let me just say to the open public who is actually listening to us, yeah, every single person, literally every day, goes through mental health issues. Yes. Every single day. Yeah. Without we even knowing it. We actually mm. go through Okay. Emily is an expert, and I'm going to let her actually break it down to you guys. <laughs> yes. yes. I am so glad that you said that. So I don't yeah. feel so bad now. So that you see, Carol, so don't be messing with me. We all go through it. All you right. Every single day. Some more than some, though, Reese. <clears throat> <Hey>. <laughs> But yeah, I'll explain a little bit more in depth so that, that, that the public will be able to understand a little bit more why we say um, that everybody actually goes through mental health issues and actually does have some form of mental health issue. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So in regards to mental health, so there's mental health and there's mental ill health. So the difference is in regards to individuals looking after their mental health. Now, we always encourage for people to do the comparison and look at them identically. So if we have an issue with our physical health, if you have a headache or you walk down the street and you tripped on a pavement um, and your, your ankle is hurting you, the immediate thing you're going to do is maybe you're gonna call your GP or you're gonna to go to the hospital because you're gonna to want to take care of that ailment. You're going to want to do something about it and fix it, isn't it? That's usually the protocol that we follow. But when it comes to our mental health, Nobody does that. And we have to be encouraged to do that and be encouraged to be open about it. Having um, mental health or mental ill health means that we are not looking after our well-being enough. We're not looking into how our minds are feeling, how we're feeling as a person, as an individual. So if we do look after our mental health, it means that we're being aware. We're thinking about how we're feeling on a daily basis. Um, we're taking care of um, our feelings, yeah. our thoughts. Yeah. We're taking into consideration about being boundaried, um, about looking after our self-worth, how we identify, being confident, um, just being able to be open and correspond with other people. That's about looking after your mental health. Right. Now, if you suffer with mental ill health, it's usually something which leads to a diagnosis, usually. So mental ill health can mean that you have um, conditions such as bipolar or um, maybe schizophrenia or um, even depression, fatigue is a form of mental ill health. 
if you're not getting enough sleep, it decreases our brain activity. It, it slows our brain down. It slows down our functioning. It slows down our cognitive behavior. And in that sense, that is not looking after our mental health. Because if we were, we'd be functioning fully. We'd be fully functioning adults or children. Um, we wouldn't be looking into why we're having headaches, why we're suffering with fatigue, why we can't sleep, why we have insomnia. All of these conditions are to do with our mental health. And we suffer with them every day and we go through the process every day, but we don't look at the source and why they're happening. Yeah. So is, is chemical imbalance the same as being bipolar? I would say with bipolar, it has, part of it is to do with the chemical imbalance, the way the brain functions, um, but also is to do with if you've had some sort of past trauma, because it's what happens when you're bipolar, you have erratic behaviors. So at one point you could be okay and you can be fully functioning, but at another point you could be quite paranoid and extremely paranoid. You can do exhibit behaviors which are not, I'll use inverted commas, the norm, um, but your thought process will feel that you're doing everything right. So you can, as a, someone who's suffering with bipolar, they can have episodes where they would think that maybe um, the sky is red. And while they're in that episode, there's nobody that can tell them that the sky is not red because mm. they're going through that episode. And that is where it comes to the chemical imbalance. But in regards to the rest of the behaviors, it's to do with whatever trauma or experience or lived experience that they've had and their way of dealing with it is by exhibiting those behaviors. But when they are exhibiting those behaviors, they're not in control of that. That is just the condition that they have. I have mood swings. Yeah. I've known myself to have mood swings, mm -hmm. but I've always said, I'm a Gemini. You know how they go by the, you, your sign. You a Gemini, yeah. whatever, whatever. So I've always, so, you know, but is that- I would say that that's more related to your genetics. Okay. So I'm not so, crazy then. There you go, Miss Carol. That, that's another thing. That's another thing that I would like to say. Do, do you know that word, that word crazy exactly, came up? Exactly. That word we, crazy we came up up to, like that. Up, up, up to yesterday. That word crazy came up. Again, another format to make the left issue. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what it is, right? It, it, in the black and brown community, that's what it is. We're so, it's that pervasive fear of uh, you're crazy. I'm mm -hmm. not crazy. Or yeah, if you have a little issue or a little bit of anxiety what? or stress, crazy. And you don't want to be seen as crazy. Crazy. So that's, that's right. Sorry, that too is a, 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 a label from yeah. more or less the Caribbean as well. Right. You know, when, when you see people reacting in a, in a different, and I, I use the word different, um, in a different way, you say, ah, oh, he's just a crazy person or she's just a crazy woman or whatever. However, that person actually has the mental issues that actually needs to be dealt with, but there's nobody actually tuning in to the fact that they've got mental issues. They yeah. just leave them as, oh, Leave them, yeah. Leave them alone. You yeah. know, where um, we, for me personally, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a very people person, yeah. So when I see some person, when I see some person going through issues, 
I, I get emotional as well because I feel what they're feeling. Do you understand? And you want to help. Sometimes you can't help, but you yeah, want to help. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I had one, one issue before with, I, I was helping a, a young lady and she said, oh, but you're not supposed to be helping me because uh, the, the police say if they find anybody around this person or blah, 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 for whatever reason. Yeah. And I said, well, you know what? Let them lock me up then. Do you know what I mean? Let them lock me up. But that person had issues with remembering stuff. Okay. You understand? Yeah. She had put her keys in her pocket, literally in her pocket. Oh. But she didn't even remember taking the keys from home. Wow. Do you understand? So, and, and this was in South Hall here in England. Okay. Um, and and I, I, I took half an hour, sat and talked to this person, just an open talk to the person, you know? How you doing today? Where you been today? You know, did you eat today? You know, just the normal casual stuff. Before the half an hour is up, she said, oh, my keys is in my pocket, you know? Oh. And I said, but you just told me you left them at home. So I, I know I remember I put them in my pocket. Oh. Thanks, thanks. You know, and it, it's just probably something that I said that triggered her memory. Yeah. You know? And a lot of these people that we see on the street, that is exactly what they need. Sometimes we walk past people that just need a word. Yeah. Just one word. You know, it can change so much, that one word, you know. But we just walk past them like, oh, hey, somebody else will do it. It's always somebody else's job. Somebody else will do it. Not anymore. We've decided to take that job on board. It's our job. Yeah. You know, it's our job to educate the, the public about the mental health issues, to educate Black men and Black young men mm -hmm. as well about the mental health issues and to let them know, you know what? It's okay to talk. Right. It's okay to come up and say, even the black young men that's been abused, even men that's been abused, it's okay to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to put you in a room and think that uh, he's this, he's that. It's okay to talk. If you don't talk, you keep it inside. These things lead to suicide. Yeah. It leads to a complete uh, uh, mental breakdown, self harm. And the list goes on, yeah? We can stop it by talking. And and some of them are ashamed of what I happened know. to them, yeah. right? So if they come around and talk what happened to them, they're gonna be like, yo, their friend gonna look at them away. People just gonna start looking at them away. And maybe that's not the case. And I think if they did more talking, maybe there'd be less crime, there'd yeah. be less abuse, you know, yeah. all of that. So I, we, we, I, I we really need to fix it. Yeah, you know? but I believe, you know. Go ahead, Ruben, go ahead. I, I believe, 100%, I believe, if you're going to come out of your shell and, and, and have an open conversation and say, well, you know what, this is the issue. And that so-called person that you call a friend cut you, they was not the friend from the first. And that break the trust. Yeah. And then they go right back to zero. They go right a back. Friend, a real friend sticks with you to the end, no matter what. And he will help you up when you're down. And you will help him up when yeah. you're down. And you both rub shoulders and make things livable between you both. 
Do you understand? That's what real friends are. They're there are like a backbone. Mm-hmm. You know, person, you know what I mean? So yeah. these, these issues is issues that I, I passionate about. I really need the men to just come out and have a, a, a good conversation with whether it be a counselor, whether it be a mentor, whether it just be a friend, maybe be dad, maybe be mom, whoever you feel a bit comfortable talking to. Men, it's time. Stop holding it back. Just let it out. You know, to piggyback off what you're saying, Ruben, is so true and it's so sad. I read something today and it really made me kind of sad because um, I was looking at the Jamaica Gleaner today and there's a story in it of a little six-year-old boy and a 17-year-old boy um, actually cut off the little six-year-old boy's penis completely. Today, he was sentenced to three and a half years and the parents are devastated, right? They're devastated and they don't feel like it is fear. It's fair. And they're just so scared about what's going to happen to their six-year-old son as well. The trauma that this is causing for that young boy. And he was the sweetest kid, sweetest pie and everything. But now he's starting to exhibit certain behaviors and they're fearful of what will happen to their son. He had this chicken that he loved and this and that. Now all of a sudden he was he's dropping rocks on the chicken's head, trying to kill the chicken. And now he's trying to, in, his, in the house, more interested in weapons and stuff like that. He's six. So this is the trauma and society does this and and they have to realize their part in this as well, you know, to say, if, what are you telling this young man and his family, if the perpetrator, right, is, and, and, and kids don't just get up and act a certain way for no reason, Mm -hmm. right? And, and in the Caribbean, we love to say, why are you acting like that? There has to be something. It has There's to be something that's triggering off these behaviors. Be. People don't just get up and be mean and 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 hit women or hit men or abuse for no. They don't just get up and do it. They learn it from somewhere. Yes, yeah. men like these. Right. You know, we have to do better as a society in kind of following them and following their journey then to say offer them the assistance that they need because like we're talking about that he as he grows up he may not want to talk about it he may not come forward but he's mm-hmm. hearing these feelings and what is he developing actions to? his actions mm-hmm. his actions are going to show he may not talk about it but he sure gonna act it out yeah, yeah. He's gonna and, then pe- and people gonna look at him like well, he's weird he's like what's going on with him and you know, yeah. we have to dig deep. That is why that's, I'm so glad you're doing a program like that for men. And it would be nice to start that, start out from young because yeah. some of these yeah. kids are traumatized, as Carol said. Yeah. yeah from from the, from the age, sorry, from the age of four, we start, Yeah, you know. As early so, as four? Yeah. yeah. So we try to mold them as early as possible, you know, and, and, and get them into the right perspective of thinking and focus, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the, the young remember, so they say, the, within the age of um, the time you're born and the time you reach 10, you learn the most things you can yeah. learn in your life. What right. the hell happened to me? Where was I? I <laughs> <said>. <laughs> you, you just left. 
that's the reason you are the way you are today? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Where the hell was I between those ages? That was <laughs> this is the thing. This is why I'm such a strong advocate for um, therapeutic play because I work in schools um, and colleges. I do therapeutic play with children and adults. Right. And the thing it's a way of um, communicating without having to talk because I can have a child that will come to a session and not talk through the entirety of, of the session, but they will play and they demonstrate their feelings and their emotions, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, um, whether something's troubling them. I've had disclosures happen in silence because they've literally played out the act that has happened. Wow. And this my, is all therapy. I have three boys and my middle one, went through depression last year. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I didn't know it was depression because I know, I've known him always to be to himself. He was a yeah. loner, he, he loved to sleep. And I'm like, oh, you sleep like your mom and whatever, but, but he don't talk. And he'd get getting in so much trouble at school and we go to school, okay, what's the problem? And he'll just stare at you like, and I'm like, talk, talk to me. What's going on in your head? don't talk he just started acting like you know and i always used to tell him no matter what you know you can always come to me and talk to me regardless of what it is that went on he never you know what's going on what's going on this couple weeks ago he said mom come on let's go take a walk so i'm like what what he said come on i want to talk and he was telling me stuff and it's that mom Last year when I was depressed, you know, this is what was going on. I didn't want to talk, no, but now he's in a different place, he says. Mm -hmm. And then he was going to a lot of the um, students at his school were committing suicide. Mm. One went in front of a train and, you know, and then one of his friends got shot. And, you know, so he was going through all of that. And, you know, and then he just started opening up to me and, and, you know, it was like, this is what was going on and, you know, what he was feeling in his head. Sometimes he said he heard voices in the, I'm like, but why didn't you come and tell so me? So psychosis as well. I'm like, wow. But I'm glad that he, he's now talking to me, you know? Yeah. So parents out there never stop telling your kid, cause my grandmother said, don't stop talking. Don't stop. They'll get yeah. it. They'll get it. They'll get it. And he got it. So they, parents, they, they, you so have to just... One of the things that we used to say, you know, they say, um, when when babies are born, yeah, we always say, oh, I can't wait till she start talking. Yeah. When the kids get older, we just tell them, shut up. Yeah, shut yeah. up. True. Be yeah. Yeah. It's true. The true, true. True, true. To, to tell them now, start talking. Yeah, man. Yeah, start talking. Especially when they read the teenage years. They yeah. go through. They, they go, shut off. They go through so much, and then they turn to their friend, and then their friend tell them whatever they want to tell them. When they get off Google, that doesn't work. So they go to another friend and to another friend and to another yes. friend because we do not build the platform at home that they can come and say, you know what, this is the best person that yeah. I can talk to. Yes. yes. And this is the best advice that I'm going to get. It might be harsh, but it will be true. And they can work with it. Because from, from the time I was small, 
and, and I have to I have to beg up my dad and my mom, yeah? I have to beg them up, yeah? Mom, God bless you upstairs. She's got and my mom died now. This is 24 years. Wow. Yeah. But my dad is still living, he's still strong. He's an old guy, 94 years old, but he is cracking it. Yeah. Wow. But they instill some serious morals. Yeah. And when dad said, no, that's no. Yep. You, you understand? Look, you get no. I get the eye. We got the look. Hey. We got the look. But hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> you said no. And then you, but when the butt come out your but. mouth, you yep. hey, it was final, you know? Yeah. All, all the, the way that, that they came up, they came up through, and we were talking about it earlier, yeah. that, that connection that came yeah. back from slavery. Yeah. You know? With, 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 with the, the, the rods and the beating and the smacking and the whole process, yeah? In order to achieve a particular point of view. In their, in, in their life and in their children's life. They thought, okay, well, if I beat the hell out of you, I get you straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I and you're yeah. Behave, you're gonna do but then you, you then you have the repercussion of that because some children that think, well, I get all the beating now. If somebody, I need to let it out on somebody. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. And, and, they, and they, they rebung off of that. You yeah. know? But for me personally, we, we, we didn't, we didn't, get traumatized or anything. When my dad or my mom had to put their hands upon you, as we as we call it, it was for a very good reason. Listen, me cry yeah. before the belt even reached by behind. Hey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you and my sister both. Oh, what? I yes. all the whooping. You saying, when they give you the licks, yeah? They're beating you and they're telling you why they're beating you. Yes. And, yeah. and then if you don't cry, oh, you don't get nothing to cry for? You don't get nothing to cry for? And when you cry, what are you crying for? I'm confused. Help me. So it's better you don't say nothing, take the licks, and drop one or two tears, drop in between, and make sure that you get the Yes, exactly. There was a trick to it. Yes. But you know what? I'm I'm so glad that you said that, Ruben, because I wanted to piggyback off of that a little bit in terms of the slavery part, right? Mm -hmm. And I was also reading an article that talked about the root of some of this mental health stigma among black and brown communities, right? And it's actually traced all the way back to slavery, you know, because yes. we're talking about at that time you know, the article was talking about the fact that it was commonly thought that slaves were not sophisticated enough to develop depression, anxiety, or any other mental health disorders because, oh, what do the slaves know? They, they don't know anything. They're not sophisticated enough to, to even understand that. So from all of those misconceptions, you know, we then learned to ignore the mental illness. So then we started calling it other things, right? Like stress and just being tired and and all of those little things that's all it is it's no problem and yes right right so then these other nuanced as we call it descriptions for depression and other mental health um, illnesses just got passed down from generation like what you're saying ruben to generation getting passed down but it it we're underestimating the effects and the impact right of these mental health conditions because for some it's really it has especially for some who were we're talking about parents who love you and they they punish you you know 
by giving you a whooping and whatever. We weren't abused. You know, we got the whoopings and we understood that they did it out of love, but you there are others. You can't tell some people up here because I remember having a conversation and telling them how we were brought up and got whoopings and they were saying that we were abused. That's what that was there. It's okay. I'm glad I got abused. I'm glad. Yes. Left, right, and center. Listen, I'm happy for that a bit of abusing because look where it got me. Listen, I swear my mother used to make up things that I didn't even do. When she, when she, like one week passed, I said, no, man, Reese don't get no whooping this week. She gonna uh, make up something. I'm telling you. Reason, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> she, I got credit on their whoopings, okay? <laughs> she used that credit because she was like, no, no, man, Reese not, no trouble this week. I'm gonna find something. But you oh, tell you, at the end of the day, you, no matter where you stray, if you stray, you come mm -hmm. right back to your teachings. Okay? Yeah. So those whoopings help. Those whoopings help. But even but in terms of that, that misconception, you know, for in the Black community, et cetera, in terms of the misconception, a lot, all of that just led to the fact that a lot of people believe that if you have some sort of a psychiatric disorder, et cetera, it's a personal weakness, right? So back to that, it's like, but it is not a weakness. And that's why I'm so glad that you both are here talking to us today to explain to everybody, you know, the different forms of, I love the fact that you mentioned, and I know I'm going off, I'm so excited. I love the fact that you mentioned lack of sleep also. That is my big, 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 big problem. And I feel it every day because I'm just not as sharp as I would like to be some days. And I know it's because I didn't rest, you know? Uh, my kid would say something to me and I just, I react differently from when I'm rested and I'm not as pleasant because I'm cranky and I'm tired and I don't want to hear it, you know? So I love that you talk about that. So if you could go back into some of those again and explain to us from the men's perspective as well as the women's perspective, what are some of the, the things involved in what the big umbrella that we call mental illness? And again, people, I just want to remind our listeners, please, there is no shame all right, because I'm sitting here talking about how I feel and how my mind is off some days when I'm not sleeping and I feel it and I'm way off. That is a part of the issue. We have to learn how to take care of ourselves, right? So yeah. if you can go back into some of that for me. I want to ask you guys a question initially. So when it comes to self-harm, what would you say are examples of self-harm? Well, for me right there, like I just said, is my lack of sleep. I literally, I'll go to bed 4, 5 a.m. in the morning and then my kid has to go to school. So I'm back up at that. So I'm not sleeping, but mm -hmm. and I'm thinking incorrectly as if, oh yeah, I'm functioning, but I'm really not functioning properly. <laughs> and what would you give it as, as an example of self-harm? Reese? Reese? Reese, we had us for a second. So she'll be back. But um, uh, for me, like I said, that's what I feel. And then you can let me know. What, sorry, what I'm, feel, I'm sorry. I'm taking, I had to take care of something real quick. So if you right. don't hear me for a minute. That's calm, that's calm. I was just asking if you could give an example of what you feel self-harm is. For me, self-harm is, I would say, like knives, like cutting. 
Yeah. Self, um, that's to me self-harm. Physical. Oh. So a, in, in general, in general a, the common the common themes of self-harm is like you said, Reese, cutting yourself. Um, usually um, any way of damaging yourself, doing yourself some sort of injury. And um, right. that's what people consider to be self-harm. Okay. Right. Really in general, um, a lot of people self-harm on a regular basis. Every day. Oh, self-harm yeah? is, Every single is, day. Yeah. Every it's, single it's, day. It's neglecting yourself. It's not eating properly. Exactly. It's not sleeping properly. That's me. It's, I don't sleep. Yeah. Oh gosh, my battery. Okay, it should be. <laughs> it's not sleeping properly. It's um, getting into toxic relationships and having repeated habits which are not good for you. Um, it's right. overeating. It's undereating. There's so many ways of um, doing self harm, which people do on a regular basis, but are not acknowledged, and they're right. not acknowledged as mental health, but it is. I was just going to say that I did not know that categorized as mental health. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's not just about the high risk ones that um, normally are highlighted. Right. Um, it's about everything. It's about things that we do on a daily basis, um, not looking after ourselves. And under that umbrella of mental health, again, um, we suffer with mental health if we don't look after um what's your colleague's name again sorry it's carol Reese. carol yeah carol you mentioned stress earlier on right so if we put ourselves in situations of stress on a regular basis um these then develop and can develop into mental health mm. i and stress every day every day but we every day yeah for me too Huh? Yeah. What, what I stress about? I stress about. I stress about what I'm gonna cook for dinner for the kids. I stress about my business because you know mm -hmm. the COVID. I stress about life in general. Yeah. I, you know. Okay. What so, do you do? I have stress. Isn't I, I, I'm, I'm gonna ask. What should I ask? I'm gonna ask you. Just two things, yeah? Uh-huh. Okay. You said you stressed about um, the COVID business, yeah? Yeah. Right. Business. Okay. What can you do to change that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Nothing, yeah? One, one minute. One minute. No problem. No problem. Yeah. But yeah. I, I get the so, point you're getting to, Ruben. Yeah, because what my 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 philosophy with, with things like that is, if I can't change it, yeah, I'm not gonna stress about it. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. If I can, because for human beings and what 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 we as human beings need to understand, if you can change something, you would. Yes, I would. If Many If you can't change it, don't worry about it. Yeah. You but understand? That is about the people having the capacity to yeah. do that. And not everybody has the capacity to do that or the understanding that it is possible to change. Some people have a set mindset. And this is, again, where it comes to the, the mental health. Because um, when it comes to anxiety, there's general, general anxiety disorder. 
Now with right. anxiety disorder, you will be concerned and worried about everything. Right. So you will stress about literally everything. What time you should get up, what time you should go to sleep, what position you should sleep in, where, what pajamas you should wear when you're going to bed. It's, it's that deep because they will literally worry about everything and be very paranoid, um, be very concerned. I'm paranoid. Yeah. And if, I, if I call my friend. Yeah. If I come, if I come, you know, my kids or my friends and they don't answer the phone mm -hmm. and they don't call me back within a certain time, I'm thinking, oh, something is wrong. They're in an accident or that's me. So that's called catastrophizing and that's part of anxiety. Yeah, I do that too. Like, you better answer that phone when I call you. Put my mind at ease. I'm too old, man. You don't answer me when I call you. So what are you doing to me? You're stressing. I know. Right? You all stressed out. I, I, but you know, it's funny because people will be trying to call me and they're so used to me like answering the phone onto, or calling back. And if if they don't, if I call them back, well, why didn't answer the phone? Um, I do sleep. My phone is not on me, like, you know, but then I'm not looking at it from that point of view when I I'm trying to so. say that same answer and logic that yes. you're understanding with yourself, you need to address that when you're experiencing the same thing. True, true. Because the, right. the fact that you're catastrophizing and having that paranoia, that's having a stress effect on yourself. Right. And if you stress too much, you, it does manifest into physical symptoms. Hence the reason why. And again, relating it back to slavery and generational trauma, which is passed on and passed on and passed on. And we really need to change that script now, which is what we're trying to do. But the fact that it comes through all those generations, imagine the trauma that was experienced in the slavery years. Right. You know, there was degradation. There was, a, we were subject to beatings, killings, murders, rape. Yeah. The amount of trauma that was experienced, and that's passed on through generations. So remember, at that point in time, it was meant to just be normal among slaves. That yeah. was just normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can imagine you you wake up this morning next to a person, and then you watch him um, being beaten to death. Yes. And he's just thrown, just just thrown on the side like a rag dog. Okay. Exactly. You need to just you just need to be carrying on. Yeah. So to that yeah. point, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Remember we mentioned about the silence and the fact that men don't talk. Yeah, that was inherited as well, because yeah. at the end of the day, if you did open your mouth and say something, it would mean that it would be putting someone or yeah. your own life at risk. So the best way to behave was to be silent. That's where the term comes yeah. from. Um, children should be seen and not heard yeah. because right. they wanted to save their children as well. They used to get their children fed to crocodiles. Right. Well, if you had a young child, you yeah. would be doing everything in your power for that child to be silent. Wow. And that passed on through the generations, oh. it just manifested into yeah. things which we consider as normal behavior now. And it's right. about educating everybody about that and changing those behaviors. That is right. so true. And I was um, also looking something up in terms of what you're mentioning, like traumatic stresses, right? Mm -hmm. And that really, that includes like heavily policed society like what the black and brown communities are heavily policed society that's mm -hmm. a traumatic stress or being yeah. victims of verbal and physical attacks traumatic stressors right 
indirect stressors as well in the black and brown community, such as the effects of viewing the video of like the George Floyd killing. Mm -hmm. yeah. talking about. These are indirect stressors. I know for me, it was very stressful and I was just watching it on television. So mm -hmm. I can attest to that to say that is definitely an indirect stressor. It caused me a lot of stress and every single one of us. And that's the reason why everybody was out there. People were marching, people were doing this. Da, 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 da. And if you're not doing that, everyone was talking about it. Yep. Every, everywhere you turn. That's you turn it was. stressors on the black and brown community because we can all understand, appreciate, and relate to that, right? Then you yep. talk about transmitted stressors, right? Mm -hmm. So this forms a traumatic stress that passed from generation to generation, yeah. right? So these, these are like three different types of stresses that we experience in the Black community we cannot get away from. And I just kind of wanted to dig my heels in there and share with everybody that our listeners who are listening as well to say, these are different types of stresses that we go through. So don't just carry this burden on you thinking that, okay, well, you know, you, you're, you're just going to be able to push it to the side. You have to seek help. Okay, and we'll talk about what some of those things that you can do later on. But um, one of our listeners also just talked about, just mentioned a point about like PTSD from yes. being employed because oh, yes. stress disorder. I you thought know? that was only for um, people in the military. PST. No. No. Oh, okay. No. With PTSD, it can be the person themselves um, experiences a really bad trauma. And then they're reliving that trauma. They're having memories and flashbacks yeah. about it, and it's affecting them physically, mentally, emotionally. Wow. But at the same time, it can affect those around them. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, you can have a mother who has an illness, say, maybe she has cancer, and she's going through chemo and she's having to deal with um, the sickness and the hair loss and the worry about dying and so on and she's going through that journey but then her child can suffer from PTSD because the child is also experiencing what her mother is going through mm. she has fun about whether her mother's going to live or not she's worried about the next time her mother's going to be sick how long she's going to be in hospital so it doesn't just affect the individual that's actually gone through the trauma because it affects those around them as well because they are having a lived experience of that trauma as well. Right, right. And the, the, the comments that, you know, the listener was mentioning also from that PTSD, you know, stating that their anxiety, that they have anxiety attacks and it literally mm -hmm. feels like they're having a heart attack. So, and yeah. it's like you can't control it. And, you know, on a personal note for me, I think I went through something recently too, because I used to love like horror movies and <laughs> all of that stuff. Oh yes, I'm in the front seat, you know, sign me up. And I'm like, ooh, 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 scare me. Uh, right now, I cannot watch it to save my life. I don't watch even thriller movies anymore. I don't watch anything because I feel like I'm starting to have anxiety attacks over everything right mm -hmm. so i stay away from i watch dramas easy peasy like hallmark that's shows. why i love my reality shows <laughs> i love my reality shows you know what i'm saying 
I stick yeah. with the evil and I don't do the horror. The last horror movie I watched that got me was um Amityville horror. Okay. That I don't watch a, but even a, even simpler things like on television, <laughs> you're watching um a, a cop show, you know, and they have to go in undercover and stuff. I start getting anxiety attacks. Really? I'm, I'm, yes. So I'm no, like, yeah, I'm I'm age, but we're talking about this. Can I ask, have you been feeling like that since the George Floyd episode? It's been heightened since then, yes. I just want to go back to what you said about the listener um, and the listener saying that they're suffering with anxiety and they're not being able to calm themselves down when they're having that panic attack. Um, now, this listener can be suffering with many forms of anxiety. I wouldn't know unless I asked a few more questions and so on. But in regards to the panic attacks, there's many ways of um, dealing with that and helping the person to calm down. So there's breathing exercises that the person can do, um, which is just slowly breathing in through their nose and then breathing out through their mouth and do repeating that, but on a slow pace, then maybe repeating it for about 10 or 20 times just until they start to feel that uh, the panic attack is reducing, um, that they can feel their heartbeat getting slower um, and just calming down altogether. Um, you know, another method, another method is a distraction method where they can, if they're outside or whatever environment they're in, it's about naming things that they can see. So they can look around and maybe they can see um, a blue door or maybe they can see um, a yellow cupboard or they can see um a gray ceiling or something mm. like that and just looking around them and naming these things and it's a form of distraction and it will take them away from concentrating on the panic attack because they have to concentrate on the things that they're looking for um, there's another one in with to do with the senses so they can look around and see what they can see they can try and concentrate on the smells around them and they can also listen out for what they can hear and just by concentrating on those things, again, it helps to alleviate the stress of the panic attack and they will slowly calm down. But always, always, if they are feeling like that, try not to be afraid to ask for help. Um, right. If there's anyone around, just let them know how you're feeling. Let them know that you're having a panic attack. Yeah. Um, some I... people carry cards around with them in regards to what people can do to help them when they're having... Um, an episode like that um, but if not it's always good to try and get to a quiet space try and sit down because when we sit down our body slows down and relaxes and that's one of the best things to do I went through kind of something like that the other day when I was coming from Atlanta driving got mm -hmm. pulled over with a cop and me and my son was in there mm -hmm. and he was a redneck you could tell <laughs> I'm just going to say, he was a redneck. And I start my heart. Let me tell you, man, I start my heart, start beating, because I'm like, I know I, I know I was speeding. But I know, other than that, you know, and I just yeah. started thinking about all this craziness that's going all on. That could have happened. And luckily, my son was sleeping. So he didn't have to. But I was like, oh, my Lord, please, just let us go easy that, that you know. And that was the first time I ever experienced that. So I can't understand. I, I mean, I, under, I, I understand now how when black males drive, 
and yeah. they get pulled over yeah. and they know not, you know, it, it must be terrifying. But another thing that I'm glad that you touch on that, and, and, and I can pick it back off of just what you said, uh, yeah. you mentioned black males driving. Yeah. Not just black males driving. If black males are driving an expensive car. Yes. Oh, one, yeah. We're not supposed to have that. Yeah, you're not supposed to have a nice expensive car. Yeah. If, no. if you're if you're a black male and you're driving and you're a raster man. Yes. Even worse. Because yeah. automatically now you're a drug we dealer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. You're a drug dealer. Yeah. You and understand? We don't accept yeah. drug dealers on the show, you know. Okay. This is this is one black rastaman that don't smoke. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is one black rastaman that don't smoke. Yeah. You understand? I don't condole anybody for doing what everybody has their own choices. Right, yeah? right. My thing may never do nothing with doing smoking. You understand? I do have a nice drink when I'm ready. If I want to relax and I cool and I just chilling, I have a nice drink. I relax. Right. I'm cool. I watch a movie in bed. Otherwise than that, I'm buried on the on the computer doing a little bit of research, trying to find out a little bit more about what we can do to help the black people in this in this place. You know right. what I mean? Um, and, and and trying to get a little bit more information forward where that's concerned. Yeah, but. Definitely, with the, with, the, with the black men is concerned and black yeah. boy is concerned, um, and 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 and, and the stop and search at the moment, look, where they're continuously stopping it, and searching crazy. black it, it, boys, it's crazy. It's crazy. and the disparity between the amount of black boys that they're stopping and their counterparts who are Caucasian. Um, mm -hmm. It's a big difference, and we've highlighted it so many times. Listen, we, we, we had a video that was circulating um, where one black boy was with a, a couple of his friends, two white boys, and about three mm -hmm. black boys. Yeah, and these guys went into a supermarket. Now the white boys were not stopped going through the door. The black, the three black boys were stopped and searched. For absolutely zero reason. Now, yeah. their white, now their white friends was asking the policeman, why are you searching them? We yeah. all were together. Why are you searching me? You know? And they're like, no, no, no. We don't need to search you. We don't need to search you. Yeah. These boys were traumatized after being searched because now, number one, you're in a whole heap of public. You're being searched for no reason, not just being searched, but you're handcuffed as though you're a criminal. Why is this going on? Yeah. Stigma? Yeah. So these are go. some of the stigmas. These Being are black. some of the stigma that's plaguing us. You know, and we just we simply cannot get away from all of these stigmas. And I mm -hmm. just wanted to to chat. I wanted to mention real quickly the comment by the listener who asked about um, the PTSD and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they also commented back and said, thank you very much because they are going to try the distraction method that you mentioned. Okay. So mm -hmm. I like that too. I really like that because I had never heard of that one. So I'm going to try that as well because sometimes I feel anxiety. And there is also something that I learned um, and I've been trying that and it works for me. Um, 
I learned um, a thing about when you're having certain thoughts, right? Just kind of like sit back and watch the thought go by. It's almost, so I picture like a baseball in my head, right? Watch the baseball go by, don't engage it. Just sit back and just say, let it go. What I usually say is let it go, let it go, let it go. And I picture it and that actually helps me. So I don't know if, if you guys who are listening to us because we are national, um, international as well, because we have yeah. listeners in Jamaica as well. So just, you know, maybe try these methods that we're talking about today. Just don't engage the thought, right? Just watch it go by and don't mm-hmm. engage it. Let it float by like a baseball floating by. And it, it's, it takes practice, you know, at first, because I'm still practicing it, but I find that it works. And by the time I'm done watching this baseball float by, I forgot what I was thinking of because now I'm seeing in my mind this baseball <laughs> and it kind of tricks my brain into, you know, letting it go. Deferral of vision or distraction yeah. of vision is the same thing. Yeah. You know, uh, and you just let it go, you know, so yeah. Definitely. So you our listeners are really appreciating that right now because they specifically mentioned that. So and distract yeah. to something positive. Yeah. yeah. Don't distract yeah. to liquor. Yeah. <laughs> don't go for the brown. That's another big issue as well. Yeah. Don't that's go for the brown. Issue. Don't go for the pills. You know, that's, do something that's that is another, positive. And that's that, another example. That's another self-harm. very, very big issue. And that's a big self-harm. Yeah. yeah, because people believe, okay, you know, I'm going to drink the problems Drink my away. problems away. You know what? When you wake up tomorrow morning, it's still there. After the headache yeah. and the chewing the, up no, no. and all of that. The lo- problem not, is still there. No, no, no. It's not after. Along with. <laughs> along with. Along with. with. Yes. And you're, you're feeling as low as possible. You feel as though I, I, I thought this. Like, no. You know, yeah. instead of drinking to solve the problem. Get advice from a professional if you have to. Seek out a friend that you can trust that you know is gonna That's give you that not 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 just gonna talk to you, but it's gonna give it to you real. You understand? Because a lot of people just wanna hear stuff. They don't want the truth. They just wanna hear. They wanna hear what you yeah. No. So that's why they go to some of them go to their friend because the friend will tell them what they want to hear. Please stress that there is nothing wrong with going to seek professional help. Absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing with is it. wrong with it. And again, I'm gonna stress black men and black boys, if you need the help, please, I'm reaching out there to you. Please seek the help that is necessary. It is nothing wrong with talking. Absolutely nothing wrong with talking. And we women know that. Yes, we do. And I just want to say that because the groups that we do online, so we do the therapeutic Zoom groups online, and we do one, like I said, for black men and for black women. And when we first launched the one for black men, um, and we was working in conjunction with Black Men's Consortium, um, and we, the first time I started it, because I started, started at first doing interviews with black men, asking about what it is to be a man and, and um, dealing with the stereotypes of man up and big boys don't cry and those sort of statements, negative statements that were developing these men who wouldn't talk. So when we did the first one, I was thinking to myself, no men are gonna join, you know? And if, even if they do join, they're not gonna talk. But right. the thing is, 
when they entered the space, oh my gosh, they couldn't stop talking. <laughs> wow. we've, now, we've now had to extend it. So we have, wow. we do it from eight until 10 p.m., which is two hours. And, then and now we have another section called After Dark, um, where um, just they carry just carry on. on because <laughs> me, I, like, I can do it from eight to 10, but then I need to go to my bed because I work all day and then I want to finish by 10 o'clock. So um, one of my colleagues, Darren, now does Darren After Dark. Um, so they continue. And Emily, talk, um, why do you think that is? I'm going to stop talking. Sorry, sorry. Huh? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do they talk so much when they come there? Because they've never had that space the, before. Exactly. They've got an open yeah. space though and a platform that they can actually feel free to let it all out. Not only just to let it all out, but believe and know that they're being heard. Mm -hmm. yeah. And something and something can be done about it. And that's what that, that's what we're trying to do here um, for the black. Uh, community as well, you know, make sure that they know that they are heard, that they are important and empowered. And, and, and empowered. Yeah, those are two very important words importancy and empowerment. Yeah, they are important and they're empowered. Don't yeah. ever you feel, and, and I, I always say to, to my clients as well, yeah, no question is stupid. There's nothing called a stupid question. If you don't know, you ask. Right. That's the only way you're gonna find out. Right. And you know, yeah. a lot of times, um, a lot of folks in the black and brown communities, even if, and I wanna stress this to everybody who's listening. If you're listening today and you get the courage to say, all right, I'm gonna go seek some help, mm -hmm. remember, you have the right to turn down somebody who you not, you're not comfortable with. If yeah. you go to this person and you feel like, as Ruben just said, if you do not feel empowered, if you don't feel comfortable talking in that space or to that individual, they're rushing you, or maybe you feel like they're being judgmental with you, leave. Yeah. Find exactly. someone you are comfortable with and find someone that specifically deals with the black and brown community because the experience yeah. is different. There are cultural differences and there's no shame in it. There's no shame in getting up and saying, no, thank you. This is not for me today. I am going to find someone that I can talk with more freely. Yep. Yeah. All right, I real quick. Really and I just quick. want to add that with our service, um, we don't discriminate when it comes to status. So we provide counseling and mentoring for everyone, no matter what their status is. So we have clients who we provide free services for, and we have clients who pay the full rate. But it's all about us having a genuine conversation with the individual, whoever comes to us. We work with children, we work with adults, we work with families. We're also doing... Um, the children and um, parent communication um, programs, because what we've found is, yes, we can work with a child and yes, we can work with an adult, but if well, there's the no communication or connection there, then the problem will just persist because they're not communicating with each other correctly. They don't have that understanding. They don't have the necessary tools to be able to talk to each other and understand each other and give each other the space. Right. Since we've been running that program, um, we've had we've had parents and children that are getting.
getting on much better, having a better understanding of each other. And then the children are more open to having conversations with their parents. Real quick, real quick, real quick. I don't mean to, yeah. I just want the listeners to know that um, the, the phone lines are open. We have a phone line, believe it or not. And um, you can actually call 718-925-3056 if you would like, if you have any questions. Um, I, 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 yeah, we, we never usually <laughs> have this, but Where apparently the phone number, the 718-925-3056. I just got a text that people have been calling the station line and um, I, I have a bad habit with that. So starting today, we're going to mm -hmm. be using this number for call-ins. So right. if you have any questions. Huh? Could you give the number again? 718-925-3056. All right. So everybody, that's the phone line. Please call in. Um, let us know. You get us your comments on the live streaming on the website as well, on the radio station site as well. But right now, we want you to call. Call us. Right. Let's, I hope, questions. hopefully I set it up right. So we'll see. And if not- have a lot of questions, so feel free. Call yeah, in, so ask your questions. This is such an important topic. And thank you, Reese. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Ruben. Sorry. <laughs> can continue. No apologies. No apologies, darling. No apologies. We're, we're just here to free flow and keep it real and keep yes. the public real. Because what we're doing in the communities, both here in the UK, and in America and the black communities, we're trying our utmost best to provide that service that is so needed in right, our community. Exactly. Yeah. And I was so glad to do this with you both because you know we we also I think we our guest was from the UK last week as well. Yes, yes. UK, um, we love our English guests. Right. <laughs> yes. Teenage girls. But the reason why I wanted to do this is to show everybody that, listen, just because you're from the UK or you're from Jamaica, or you're from here, or you're from there. We're black and brown people. Yeah. The issues same struggle. are the same issues. Yeah. It's not that, okay, just because you're from the UK, your mental health issue is different from my issue that I'm experiencing here in New York or something. It, we're experiencing the same issues, people. Yep. So, and the world has gotten a lot smaller than where it was before. Because before, it's like, oh, you know, you never thought about somebody across the way. Now you can hop on a plane and you're there in a few hours. So, listen, it's a lot smaller than you think it is. Okay, so we're sharing the same issues, people. Yes. Please listen, listen keenly, and we're so grateful that you both are here to share with our audiences. Yes, we really appreciate it. We are more than welcome to be here and more than welcome to share the information. Um, you it, said something it, earlier, Ruben, and I said you're at the right place because you say you came on and said, I love to talk. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we love you love to talk, but we love to chat. You understand? <laughs> we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We're in big trouble then. We're in serious trouble then. You know, because we we'll probably be here the because... whole night. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with you having a good laugh and a good chat, yeah. a good educational laugh and chat for the black community mm -hmm. that will benefit so much more. I And I, I, I believe that even probably before the night is over, we're going to have a few people that's going to call in and tell you straight, you know what? I want the service. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Yes. We need the service. Or we, we know want, someone who needs the service. I want the males to go out there. Mm -hmm. To yeah. go out there and, you know, because it, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, like I said, like I said, men, I'm, I'm a man. And before, um, when you know, when you're younger and you think, well, oh, you know it all and you can do this. And you, you know, I'm telling you, we can do it all and we don't know it all. Mm -mm. Yeah. The best thing to do is when you get in that space that you need help, open up and talk to the right people, not just anybody, to the right people. You because know what anybody I, can give you advice, but is that advice the advice that you need? You know what the common yeah, thing yeah. I hear? Why pay somebody what I already know? If you didn't yeah. already know it, you wouldn't be in the space. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. You understand? Exactly. Listen, so that's what I, me go to therapy. I go to therapy. Because there is, all right, with my moods that I tell you that I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One person, if Carol was the only one that said, and Reese, you're in your mood and whatever, I'd be like, oh, whatever. You just, you know, but when four or five people tell you the same thing, something mm -hmm. wrong with you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong. And then sometimes, me personally, I don't go to friends and talk. I have that, I love my friends and I'll be one to listen to them because I know it's not going anywhere. Not mm -hmm. saying my friends are going to do it, but I have that issue. You know, I want somebody to tell me straight up. Don't say it because Reese wants to hear that. Exactly. Right? I can just say, when it comes to going to your friends, um, your friends are going to have a bias. Whether it's a negative bias or a positive bias, they're going to have a bias. Yeah, and but that's the best help that you can get all the time. But listen, my thing is, what if me and Carol stop talking today? Right. And I'm one that goes to Carol every minute with my business and say, Carol, this is how I'm feeling. It. And me and Carol not talking no more. Me, I'm going to be like, Jesus, no mercy. Carol going to be telling my business. And that's my fear. You okay. understand? I yeah. need, that is my, that's why I don't talk. Right. And I hold stuff inside. And I hold stuff inside until um, when they oh, hit the fan then that's when I start opening up, but it's not good. You understand? Can I, can I suggest something, Reese? Can I suggest something? There's something called um, a stress bucket, yeah? It doesn't exist physically, but it's something that you can have in your mind. So you have a stress bucket, and what you do is you fill that bucket with everything that stresses you, yeah? If you do it on a piece of paper and do it as a triangle maybe or as a square, and you write in all the things that stress you. Oh, that's going to be a book. I was going to say, you're going <laughs> to see how full it is. Book. So if you think that you could, if it goes to the point where you full it and you still got more to do and it's overflowing, that's when you know you need to start putting methods and strategies into place to make sure that your stress bucket is only ever half full. So it has space for movement. It has space for adjustment. It has space for you to breathe even. So by and doing that physical drawing, you'll be able to know, you know, how to reduce your stress, what you need to start doing and in order to um, have, manage it better. And you know what? Therapy too, just so people out there know, because I don't have no shame to tell people, yeah. it really reaches inside of you and you're learning stuff about yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm learning stuff about myself that I, you know, that I never knew, like, 
you know? And I'm like, wow, it really gives you a whole new meaning and make you look inside yourself a different way. So it, it, it's you not only- You just described it, Reese. Huh? That's how I came with the name, I found me, because it's about self-discovery. It's a journey of yes. self. I'm going to find a hole in me yet, but I know I'm on that journey. Yeah. yeah. Because um, and, and that's, that's also the reason for Black mentors matter, because it is Black men, minds matter. But obviously it's a mentoring yes. system, but it's Black mentors matter. Exactly, but yeah. You know, if the Black men and their minds, it matters. It matters what, what you're thinking, what you're doing, how you're feeling, how you're reacting, how yep. you're transforming your kids. You know, the information that you're interjecting in your kids from day to day. You know, what they're seeing you doing. Because remember, at the end of the day, exactly, at the end of the day, you're a black man. You're a, you're a mentor for your son. He wants to be, he wants to grow up like you. You understand? When I grow up, I want to be like, my dad, my dad is this, my dad is that, my dad is, you know, that. you are the number one and the key for him at that given point in time. Right. But if he, if, he, if he feels as though it's not working, that's where the breakdown starts. And that's you where, the, man, there's too much baggage from growing up that is overflowing into relationships yes. now. Yes. Like yes. Um, Tyrese came out the other day because he, he was going, mm -hmm. he's same going through a divorce, right? So he's trying to blame himself. He's saying that because there was no black, he said black men don't know how to be husbands and fathers. In other no, words, he's saying, there no, there is some truth in that. He says that they're not used to, I guess because black families are broke. Most of the household is mm -hmm. broken homes single mothers, single dads, whatever. Yeah. So he's saying that he does not, he didn't grow up with a dad to learn how to be a man or how to be a husband. He didn't experience that. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. I mean, in the Caribbean, I, I, I see, I'm, not, well, I'm, I grew up with my mother and father and I'm assuming that most of the Caribbean people, they stick together no matter what. Mm -hmm. But you always have that two household in there. As far as America, the United States, it's different. You see a lot of single mothers. Yeah, same same a lot. You understand? We're the Caribbean. We're like, you know what? We're going to stick it up for the kids. And listen, we're not on that, but we're just maintaining this family unit. It is very you know? So he, that's what he was saying that that's the reason he doesn't know how to be a father. But my thing is, just because you grew up in the ghetto don't mean you have to live in the ghetto all your life, right? Exactly. So exactly. you didn't grow up with a father, find a mentor. There's a lot of people that yeah. find men to have a mentor and say, you know what? Yeah. I never had a father, but I, I, Mr. Ruben, he was there from day one. And he was mm -hmm. the one that molded me. And he was the one that taught me. Yep. So for every problem, there's a solution, I think. There, there, is, there is always yeah. there's always a silver lining. And that should be motivation now for a person that did not grow up with a father or a mother to say, you know what? I don't want my kid to grow up the way I grew up. So exactly. I'm going to do what it takes. Exactly. I'm going to do what it takes to make sure that my child don't go through that. So there's but a flip side that, to that. Saying that, 
saying that. I understand what you're saying, and I, I advocate for that as well, 100%. But there are those who, because of their lived experience, because it was so traumatic, because it was so detrimental, it's affected um, them emotionally, mentally, and emotional and mental abuse um, are actually more detrimental than physical abuse. Right. And it can live with you for a very long time and it manifests into mental ill health. It yeah. manifests into physical ill health as well because mm. it is so deep rooted. So I know it's not, it would be nice for everyone to be on that page of, yes, I want to change the script. I want to do differently. But if that's all you know, and that's been your lived experience and that's what you have stuck with for years, you know no different because that is your rights, that is your reality, and that's what you're going to continue. And yeah. hence the reason why it does pass from generation to generation to generation, because they don't know any better. And yeah. it's only if someone else from the outside recognizes that that is not right and, that, and it's not working for you, maybe they can get in there and give you the support, give you the right tools, give you the right guidance. But in order for that person to find that themselves, they're not going to look for it in the first place because they don't think there's anything wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they reality. don't even want to look for yeah. it. Yeah. Right. They're, so, comfort they're comfortable in their own aspect. So is mental illness genetic too? It is genetic too. Um, you can be born with a disposition um, of suffering with depression because maybe your grandmother suffered with depression, then your mom suffered with depression, and through your genes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you know, it's, I was reading something also about um, the fact that Martin Luther King actually suffered from depression and um, severe depression he had. And even he was urged to go get psychiatric care by his staff members, et cetera, and he never did. So all of this stigma is coming wow. way back, okay? And even when we talk about folks in the black community, the overarching belief is that you don't go to therapy, you don't get counseling or take medicine. Not taking no medicine for this because that will mean I'm crazy. Yeah. And yeah. how did you solve the problem? Traditionally, you just go to church, right? And then, or some of them, and or anybody, Miss Reese, Miss Reese, or this is the other one. Don't talk about your business to anybody, and you just put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and keep it moving. But and yeah. then some of them, but then some of them end up like on the streets, like crazy. Right? You know, in Jamaica, we call it mad mad, right? Not work. Yeah. That's what Emily was just um telling. Yeah. Out. these things do not work just because you say it so it doesn't necessarily yeah. it's not going to work because you do realistically you need help yeah. and you need the, the proper help man i feel for them i remember back home when we were going to school there were a couple of them and i'm like how do they get to that point that they're on the streets they don't know what's going on you you know you just Mm -hmm. It's just sad. They never got the care. And unfortunately, sometimes in a family, if they were severely um, mentally disabled or something, the family then also sometimes- Shun them. Yes. yes. You know, just use the words, Reese. Yeah. Yeah, they man. Man. Yeah. It's really sad. 
you know because again it's that thing about being ashamed and having that stigma not wanting to be labeled or not wanting to be associated with anything like that but what people need to realize is mental health is so common and it needs to be spoken about a lot more yes if, if someone if someone was walking down the street um and they fell over and you saw that they had injured themselves are you gonna just walk past and not even bat an eyelid? You'd be concerned, you'd be thinking, what way can I help them? Maybe I can make a vocal, maybe I can um, yeah. help them to, and so on. But if you saw someone walking down the street and they were hearing voices and maybe talking to themselves, you'd head in the opposite direction. You get scared, yes. You get scared, and it's yes. that, it's that yeah. lack of understanding. We fear what we don't understand because we don't know what the outcome's going to be. Um, Taraji P. Henson, you know Taraji? Yeah. She just came out saying that she, ha she has mental illness. Mm -hmm. That she had, Yeah, she has a show now covering that. Yeah. I was going to highlight that because I think I, I just um, want to get put my, take my hat off to the celebrities mm -hmm. that have been talking about mental yeah. health. Because a lot of people, they idolize celebrities. They follow what they do. Honey, um, yeah. And Whatever they're saying they if they can have it. Yeah. So because we, even in the UK, we have like Lenny Henry's opened up and spoken about um, his mental health. Um, I think it was bipolar that, um, um, he, no, it was Frank Bruno that had bipolar. Lenny Henry was suffering with depression and so on. Um, there's a few um, famous people that have opened I up. I know that Oprah yeah. and, and Harry, Prince yeah. Harry, had a discussion yeah. about the mental illness. So, you know, at once Oprah and she brought Harry, you know, if Oprah is in it, that it, it must be. Now they have a whole program that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's sad that celebrities have to be the one to open our eyes. But if, that, if that's what it takes, I mean, hey, that's what it takes, but it's yeah. real out there. And we need to, we need to talk about it every day. Yeah. It needs every to be instant every day. Because people need to, the more they hear it, maybe, you know, we'll develop a little bit more courage. It needs know. to be normalized. It yes. needs to be normalized. Yeah. And, and the, the most important thing is to let people know there's nothing wrong with admitting if you're having issues. Mm -hmm. so, but because the society judge so much, yeah. Yeah. we as a, we as a, the world does judge. We you know? need to take those negative words. So oh. remember earlier on in the conversation, I can't remember who said it, but the term crazy was used. Yes. So terms like crazy, like psycho, like nutter, all of those words need to be removed because yes. they just invoke a negative attitude towards mental health. Yeah. And that's not what mental health is about. It's about someone who's going through something in life where they need that support they need to find a way of coping of understanding what they're going through right. and then putting methods and strategies into place like even people with schizophrenic that had schizophrenia like i mean geez what they must be going through mm -hmm. you know like five different personalities it must be tiring like draining like don't can you know, i just say can i just say paranoid schizophrenia and personality disorder they are two different conditions what is um, personality disorder personality disorder 
and paranoid schizophrenia. They're two different um, conditions. But with paranoid schizophrenia, it's about it's your it's your mindset. It's it's intrusive thoughts. It's paranoia. Um, you can be hearing voices. You can um, all of a sudden have certain beliefs that um, I guess would not be the norm, um, and that's the space that you would be in. So, in regards to hearing the voices and being told to do certain things, um, that reality for them is is their reality. Um, so if, if you're with somebody who's suffering with an episode of paranoid schizophrenia and they're telling you that they're seeing someone in that corner, as a person who's there to support them, you wouldn't say to them, there's no one in that corner. You would just give them an understanding of that. Say to them, okay, that must feel really scary for you. I can understand how you must feel. Um, what would you like to do about it? let's sit down and have a conversation. So it's in other words... Like, no, there's nobody there or, you know, right. just diminish that reality because when they're in that, that is That's, their reality. Yeah. Okay. So there's nothing to relate to the issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? I just realized that we didn't even touch on mental health for the elder, can I elderly Alzheimer's? Because isn't that a form of yeah. mental health? Yes. Well, the Alzheimer's. It's a... It's partly mental health, um, but it is also partly to do with the chemicals in your brain. Um, okay. And the way like that your brain is deteriorating. Yeah, so it's, it's a mixture. I would say the mental health side of it is to do with loneliness and the effects of losing your memory and then what behaviours come from that. Right. Um, but the actual deterioration is to do with the way the body and the mind and the brain is functioning. Yeah, okay. I would say just in, in the climate that we're all in at the moment in regards to COVID, we have had so many referrals through, and especially with the elderly, to do with loneliness. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe, you would think that, okay, so who do you think the most lonely people are at the moment going through this climate? As you said, the elderly, I would think. What would you think, Carol? The loneliest people. Mm -hmm. um, I I would agree to right now. I've always had, um, I've always been close and interested in the elderly. To be honest, for years I've always said I wanted to work with the elderly, and I I've called them the forgotten race. That's my term mm -hmm. for the elderly. So I'm thinking that they're probably the loneliest people, and maybe even teenagers, because they're so misunderstood. It's teenagers. It's teenagers. It's so misunderstood, and they don't share, and they don't talk. They yeah. never talk on a normal, normal, yeah. you know, it's thing. And the reason why it's teenagers is because we're all aware that um, elderly will be alone. Yeah. that they're living by themselves, right. or maybe they're feeling lonely and outcast in, in whatever homes or industries that they're in. And so we do something about it. We either visit them or they have the phone calls or there's Age UK and stuff like that. So they're getting the support. Yeah. Now teenagers, like you said, because they don't talk and because they're so withdrawn, but the thing is the behaviors that they're exhibiting are what we call the normal behaviors of the teenager. So being moody, sleeping a lot. Yeah. Now all of these behaviors Yes, they could be the normal behaviors of a teenager, but if they're repetitive and they're having an impact on how that teenager is living, yeah. then that's when it becomes a mental health issue. 
Yeah. And a lot of the referrals we're getting are from teenagers and adolescents who are saying that they're lonely. They feel alone. They're living in a household full of another six members of family, but they still feel lonely. Right. And we yeah. talked about that, like I said, on the show last week, because we talked about raising teens. And I talked yeah. about the issues that I experienced with mine. And those are some of the issues. So I've been doing, you know, trying to do more to reach out more because I do understand yeah. because all of a sudden we're in the same space, but I don't know what's happening with, mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. my kid. And it's like, wait, 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 are we on the same planet or no? You know, yeah. so it's true and they may feel, and if you don't try to address it and bridge that gap, then you lose that team and you don't know what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there, there's also another group of people that um, that we don't really talk much about either, that, uh, that really suffers badly with mental health issues. And those are the prisoners. Oh, for real. Mm-hmm. Forgot yep, about the them. Yep. The prisoners. Yes. We, 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 you know what? It's, 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 it's like we just wipe them off. They, they don't matter. But you know what? They are human beings. It's true. I just watched a show matter. last week yeah. called Crown Heights about okay. this guy from Real Story mm-hmm. um, from Trinidad got picked up when he was 19 for murdering another schoolmate in jail for 21 years. Never did it. He never committed. They knew that he didn't commit the crime, but they just wanted to close the case, right? So they threw him in jail. And that man went, I don't know how he came out sane, but you know, Mm -hmm. he was dread and cut him dread. He was good. They put him in solitary confinement for two years. Mm -hmm. I would die. And listen, Ruben, why did you say prisoners, though, in your opinion, in your professional viewpoint, why did you say it's prisoners? Because uh, because we find that people don't relate to prisoners. It's as though they're not human beings. Okay. You understand? They're putting they're put a cell for something they've done or sometimes something they've not done. Right. But it's forgotten there. Okay. You know, in, in, in England and Wales, and the studies with England and Wales um, recently, it states clearly that 90%, carefully, 90% is estimated 90% of prisoners has mental health issues. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's 90%? 90%. Yeah. 90, 90%. Wow. Have mental health issues. And it, it's got a lot to do with um, being in prison now, they're suffering with personality disorder, substance abuse, you know, and, and, and the whole issue, mental health problems from all various different um, areas. There's nobody for them to talk to. Right. And I don't know if and when, to Reese's point, if they do get re- uh, released, do is yeah. there any assistance for them? Yeah. What you would... Them? You're but just you would now released into society. Just drop, yeah. But you would think that they would have some type of help inside. No. Yeah. We would they like mean, to think 
the other thing too is one of our listeners again just mentioned about um in the military you know a lot of times this is a a pervasive issue too in the military and they won't talk about it because that that was something i was going to come to as well that was something i was going to come to as well pertaining to um um in the armed forces you know it may be the um the, the, the commander squadron May it be the um, snipers, may it be um, the regimental aspects of it, um, um, gun gun squads, brigade, whatever, yeah? They don't talk about it either. Right. And they suffer badly with mental health issues because when you come back from war, as we call it PTSD, you come back from war, there's a lot of people, and, and there's literally one guy that's on my street now. Yeah, um, I live in Acton, and he's walking up and down the street every day. And he is an old war veteran, and he's wow. on the street, and he looks like a tramp on the street. And that's some person that went to war and give all he gave for the country. What are we doing for these people? Yeah, then you when you're in the military, you're not talking about any stress or anxiety or any issues that yeah. you have, which is what our listener was saying, that because then once you do that, you don't get moved up in the ranks. No, no, no. You, you, you no, just... You get out. You get shipped out. out. Yeah. But, but and it's the same with the police and the fire brigade and the ambulances. If you do um, mention that you're feeling a certain way or you you're, you're you're broken. Voice you're, you're voice broken. Yeah. Like that. You're but they say you're not fit for work but that's what the the is for to help their own don't you they realize yes you would they're <laughs> out there the fighting they're out there putting their lives on the line for us while we're chilling right and it's yeah. true when you see some of these veterans oh my god like you really this is how you're being treated yeah you yep. know? Yep. These are, these are people that give it all up just to go and do for their country what they think was right to be doing. Yeah? And then you finish, you're out on, the, you're out on your own, and what happens? Sometimes they don't even have a proper pension set up for these people. Do you yeah. understand? There's, there's nothing that they're getting back from 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 these organizations, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then they bring children, and I call them children because when you're 17 and 18 years old and you're going into the military, you're still a kid. Yeah. You know, you're going in there, you're being brainwashed, you're being told, well, you know what, your job is to do what? Don't kill people. No, no, your <laughs> job is to politically murder people. You have the right to murder. <laughs> that's that's basically what we're telling the kids. You have, when they when they're in the army, you have a so you, you get them in. You, a man like me now, if I sign up for the army, they're gonna tell you you're too old. The reason they why you're too fresh, old, they want fresh meat. They the want they want exactly. yeah. That's why you're too old. Yeah. The yeah. manipulation process doesn't work with us. You're gonna be like, you're no, sir, uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't gonna do that. But the young one, no, they're thinking, oh, I get to travel the world. I get to do, I get these benefits. Exactly. All of that. They ain't getting that. They mm-hmm. They're not seeing what's beyond that. No. But I just go back to the uh, um, the prisons yeah. in regards to the substance misuse. 
Now, in prison, you can go in without having a mental health um, issue or condition, but because of the drugs that you have access to, now, these are not just, so for example, there's cannabis, but when you go into prison, you can't smoke normal cannabis because you'll get caught because it smells. So they have other versions which are made, they're man-made, yeah. um, um, well, but then they can end worse. up giving you worse, much yeah. worse psychotic episodes. Um, your mental health just decreases immediately. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things too, the problem yeah. is where that's concerned is, okay, I'm in prison. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing for me to do. I might as well yeah. join the bandwagon as we move on it. And I think too, I think too with the prison too, like I remember Lionel Tate, he was a young boy when he went in. I don't know if you remember, he's the one that um, he was playing with his friend and accidentally she died. They were playing, doing wrestling or something like that. And she they were playing too hard and she got, she, um, she died, right? He was 14 and they tried him and they put him in the prison, 14. So he went, he did his time, yeah. came back, oh, guess what? He went right back to prison because that's what he knew at 14. Of they didn't course. give him a chance. So now he mm -hmm. held up a pizza man when he came out. He held up a pizza guy yeah. at gunpoint. Cause in his mind, he's 14. He didn't get a chance to, you know, grow, nobody counsels him, live. Yeah. So now he back in prison. Yeah. So all of that, that he's telling there's no better way. Or some of them say, you know what? It's better being in prison than being in the real world. Gotta get more perks. This, this, this is this is this is like um I think it's two nights ago I was watching a show um and it is to do with the prison service and unfair black persons being um labeled as rapists for this young black girl 11 years old. Yeah, the crime was horrible. So I, I wouldn't even want to explain it. Yeah what was done to the little girl at 11 years old. She was just nicked off the street and raped and whatever, 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 yeah? These two black boys, yeah, um, brothers, were labeled as rapists. This girl said, oh, because the whole issue was that the girl didn't like the guy because he looked different. So when the police came to them and asked them, you know, um, do you know this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have done it because he looked different and he, he reacts different and blah, blah, blah. Straight away, no um, no sort of um, lawyers to deal with them, no, no, nothing. No evidence to tie them to it, absolutely zero, yeah? These two are rapists, one 16-year-old, one 19-year-old, yeah? And they're locked up. First, um, I think it was in California, yeah? The first time in the Californian history that a six, no, sorry, a 15-year-old boy was sentenced to what? Death. Wow. For these um, murders. It went on, it went on through the um, court cases, and then they had an issue that they had to retry the case again because one guy came in and said, no, 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 no. He found something else. They had to retry it. They resentenced both of them again to death. But then this one lady, um, 
came in, she was um, like a human rights person or whatever the case, and she found some evidence that was not admitted. Now Im imagine this, the boy, the, the younger brother was in prison. When he got into prison, he became very quiet. Reason being, they raped him in prison as well. See? They're damaging, yeah? These Damage. two boys, the reason why I'm telling you this in, in conjunction with everything is because these two boys were suffering from mental health issues. And the way the police manipulate them, they didn't understand what was being done to them. The police told the, the boy, just sign here and you can go home. So when he signed it, he signed the waiver of his rights. See? And that's why understand? they want to catch them before the lawyers come in. Exactly. So they can't say, so you did, so you did see that man go, so you did have the gun in your yeah, hand. Exactly. And so they, yes. they, they made the boy believe yes. that he actually yes. was the made him believe that he'd done the crime, the whole aspect of it. Yeah, Imagine but I'm, 35 years after, 35 years after, this woman came on saying they took the, the cigarette butt for free. It was actually done by a different prison. You understand? You. When that man came mm -hmm. out, he done that crime and he went to prison for something different. But they didn't have anybody, these two black boys, yeah, you two need to go to prison. Yeah? Mm -hmm. When they did come out, and, and they, they, they get released from prison. The, the, the boy said, I can imagine he's a man now, a man almost 60 years old, and he's still a child in his head. And he's saying, oh, can, can I go home now? See? Mm -hmm. It brought tears to my eyes, you know, to see that all his life he was living. And the only thing that kept the, the older one seeing in prison is he was worried about his brother because they separated him on the prisons. And he had no connection whether he's living or dead. Do you understand? And when they finally, when they told him actually came back to prison, that the case was canceled and the judge said, you can go home. Imagine the, the, um, the, the, the lawyer that put them in prison, yeah, knew there was nothing to do with it. They had nothing yeah, to do with it. Yeah. He actually withheld the evidence from the court. Every single thing that is wrong. What happened to him? Zero. And they sued. They didn't indict him. They didn't do nothing to him. Yeah. They sued the state. But sweetheart, the big boss upstairs never like he died. Mm. He died horrible. Well, let me tell you. No, I see people like they'll sue, like if they know they went in innocent and they come out and they sue, but no amount of money will ever replace. The life that they well, lost. The life that they lost, man. I'm telling you. They're seven hundred thousand US, yeah. Seven hundred thousand US dollars. Two brothers. Thirty-five years in prison. Thirty-five years of your life has gone. gone. The, 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 the younger boy now is in a mental institute. He can't relate to himself. He doesn't even know what's going on around him because all the stigma and the raping yeah. and the lower words. He shut down. So now he doesn't, he can't even help himself. Yeah. So the That's sister sad. is lumbered with it. The sister now is lumbered with the fact that, as she said, on one side of my heart, I'm happy that my older brother is out and I can see him smile and laugh, but then my other side is dead. Yeah. Because my other brother seems to be dead. Right. Who she knew. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? This, this is so. So I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I could relate. When I when I when I sat and I watched that movie, if you're a person that are not strong, you would become very angry. Yeah. And things can transpire from that movie. It can yeah. make you do things against people. You know, but then I'm a with the system I, I creating at. other issues again because now someone's sitting there watching this and becomes angry and develop thoughts. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So, what are some of the things that we can do, right? What? Um, yeah. I would love to chat about what are the some of the things I, you know, I'm going to jump in by saying like this program, for one thing, what we're talking about today. Is one thing by bringing light to the issue. Reese, you yes. mentioned the actors and superstars and whatnot who are talking about their experiences, right? So this is one thing that we can do, and this is why we chose to do that as well, is just to highlight that this issue is pervasive. It exists. It exists in the Black community, and we want to shed light on it. Yeah. Definitely. It's very real. A couple more things, right? I want. We know you're in England and everything, and Emily, we know so I pass the bedtime and everything, but yes, <laughs> I appreciate it. Because I'm trying to get to where we can wrap up because we want to respect your time. But remember, <laughs> so I, 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 I wanted this morning, you know, I wanted I know. this morning. I so you can, <laughs> <laughs> but anytime you feel like you're ready, just let us know. Well, we're going to wrap soon and yes. make sure that you get a chance to go to bed. Go to bed. Um, <laughs> right. So um, let's see. I wanted to mention a couple more and get your thoughts on there, um, Ruben and Emily both. Um, so I want to mention, one thing I mentioned is the program in, in bringing awareness and the celebrities who are bringing awareness to it and kind of trying to crush that stigma. Um, we want to also become aware of our own attitudes, right? And beliefs towards the black community so that we can reduce these biases and these negative assumptions. And it goes back to also what Risi, what you were talking about that term crazy. Mm. So we want to be aware of that and try not to use those terms. Yeah. Um, we also want to educate our family and friends and our colleagues, you know, about the unique challenges that um, are in the black communities, you know, because maybe people are not aware. So the more we do is the more we can educate others. Um, it's about flipping the script, isn't it? Because again, with the use of language, um, language is always changing and we want to not use these derogatory terms and yes. be labeling people negatively when it comes to mental health. Yeah. Um, especially with the men's group that we, we um, facilitate, um, along with a number of other um, qualified therapists. Um, we encourage men to be vulnerable. We encourage men to share their emotions and so on. And I think in order for men to do that, it that takes strength. Of course. That's what a strong man looks like to me. That's what a strong um, man is. Yeah, because, <laughs> because he's, in order he's, to he's, share- He's more than he's, willing to be open. Yeah. And said, so look, you know what? This is the problem. This is the issue. How can I get help? How can I fix this problem? But we need to, we need that to be um, the way people think worldwide. That's, that's why we're trying to work. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. That's the platform we're building, and, and this space that is open for anyone who is more than willing and wants to have that opportunity to explore that space. Right. Basically. 
it is exactly exactly you know the the other thing too that we we want to make sure that we express this we understand it and express this as much and we can't say this enough right mental illness does not discriminate though you know no matter your age your color religion anyone can have mental illness you know and we talked about that so much today so we just want you guys to be aware if you're i'm gonna be dreaming i won't be seeing mental illness But it's needed. It's needed. It's needed. We, as I said, we need to talk about it every so day until we get it. Feel comfortable. Yeah. In the also, just, let, let, let's just remind people, um, for our viewers who's watching as well. Remember, from uh, in the beginning, we stated clearly, everyone has some form mm-hmm. of mental illness. Everyone. Yeah. Nobody unique. Everyone has some form of it. How we deal with it? That's a different story. Before, yes. uh, you yes. understand? Uh-huh. How we deal with it. It is the how and when and why. And it's about having the ability and the capability to acknowledge it in the first place. Right. Yeah, listen, that's yeah. the first step. But to be honest yeah. with you, to be honest with you, I find that quite a bit of men, and and and, and let me let me let me target the men and the young boys, yeah? Quite a bit of men and young boys literally know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. But to address the problem, it's a That's different the problem, yeah. yeah. That is the problem. That's it's, what's it's eating what them up. The problem, but it's addressing the problem, that is the problem. That's yeah. what's eating them up, and that's how the abuse come, because they're lashing out. And as you yeah. say, not only physical, them words, I read, them words is worse in my yeah. mind than a physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Words, yes. You understand? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So please feel, feel free to be open. Be first open and honest with yourself. That's the first thing. Is this the problem? Do I need help? Mm-hmm. Where can I get the help? Do I have the finances? Do I need to um, um, find a way how to get this up without having the finances? Whatever the questions is that you have going on in your head, pick up the phone. There's somebody at the other end who's well, you more know, than you. Right. I started out with writing. I love my little journals. And that's yeah. how I used to release any issue that I had. Pick up that book, you see, when you start writing, Man, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, everything flow. So we if that's that the first, that huh? so good. Oh, I, I want that, I want that journal. Yeah. <laughs> what is a bestseller? You know? Man, let me tell you that. I will send you. I will send you a signed copy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you are not. Go- you number will number not put it. that book I'm down. You're gonna be I'm like, holding I'm, I'm holding it to it. Yeah. I'm listen. <laughs> Listen, Ruben, you gonna be reading that book like wait, hold on, we can't go to bed yet. Wait, where did the part two? Me have read that. Me have read that book piece by piece, and we can read that one. Yeah, yeah, we gonna read, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I find that writing that we encourage. Yes, that is a very, very strong message. Yeah, yes, 
Get yeah. it up. Get it up. Get it up. Different yeah. methods work for different people. For different people. Yeah. Something, yes. you, you know, if you're not a writer or whatever, and you don't feel comfortable writing it down, like we said, Emily gave us some um, techniques before. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That we could try as well. So try different things. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things I want to touch on real quickly before we wrap up, um, mm -hmm. I want to touch also if you are, and Ruben, you mentioned this before, if you are a responsible friend, mm -hmm. okay, pay attention to your friends and family. But when I say responsible, it, you know, don't just go talk to any, any, anybody about your problems like that. You need someone responsible for starters, so to speak. But if you also, if you're a responsible friend or a family member and you want to, you want to check in with your family members, right. To see how they're doing. But rather than I read somewhere that you never ask, well, how are you? You know, don't say, mm -hmm. how are you, but maybe ask different questions, Emily, like maybe, um, have you been questions, questions that invite conversation. So if you're going to ask, how are you? They can probably say, I'm fine. And then the conversation will yeah. end. Oh. It ends. Oh, you need something. You want to hear the people that business. Right. So you want to, you want to ask questions. You want to ask questions that they will divulge the information. Right. So you want a conversation starter. Okay. I got you. How the day was, you know. It's something is as stupid as, oh, what did you have for lunch? Yes. Kickstarter. Remember, never a stupid question. Exactly. Kickstart, kickstart a small conversation that is going to lead to where you want it to be. Yeah. So you're going to start with a lunch. Then it's okay. So after lunch, what you did today? How was your day? You know, how did it progress? And right. You what did you do for fun today? Exactly. Yeah. So you work related to that task. And when you get what to What did you task, do for fun today, Carol? I'm on <laughs> the show right now. I'm having fun. This is my dog. <laughs> Ice cream. Also, it's about it's, it's about showing that you're listening. So using reflection as well. So yes. if they tell you something, then reflect that back mm -hmm. um, right. and just show that you are hearing them, you are listening, and that active you are listening. Active yeah. listening. Listen, Reese, we don't need to uh, tell you nothing. So there's active listening, there's effective listening. Yeah, effective. Yeah. So yeah, um, if I've, I've done the, the, the course for effective listening as well, and it's a brilliant course. Yeah, okay. uh, it trains you to listen and not hear. Yep. If you can understand what I'm of saying. Course. So, a lot of you said, did you hear what I said? Yeah, I heard what you said, but did you actually listen? I hear my husband, I don't listen to him. Listen. <laughs> Husband don't be listening there. Yeah. <laughs> Husband that's won't be hearing. Listening that's the difference. Him. That's the difference. I hear him. I'll listen to him. <laughs> Lord of mercy, I'm gonna get in trouble. He's gonna, gonna be like, oh yeah, oh now I know. Oh yeah, you know, listen to me. I hear me. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Emily, she needs help. I recommend. We can recommend. Don't worry, you can send the husband. I, I remain on the husband. Good luck at that one. <laughs> oh my God! So funny. Yes. Yes. This, yes. This, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that we actually created this space at this, at, even at this given point in time, because. 
for us so far away from each other and to be able to just I have a conversation and, and, and erupt into laughter and joy yes. and peace yes. and harmony, you know? It, it just goes to show the rest of the Black community that it can happen. It yes. can. Yes. You understand? It can happen. You only have to want it bad enough and reach out there for it. Yes, and, and it work will, at it. Yes. It will happen, you know? Yes, and, yes. And, and for, for, as you said, for the couples, it will happen. If you want it to work, you can make it work. Of course. You can Absolutely. make it yeah. And I want, with that, I want to thank you both. So real quick, quick before you leave. Do yeah. you guys, real quick, um, do you guys do virtual counseling? Like, yeah, that's what we've yeah. been doing yeah. throughout COVID. Okay, so that means you can have anybody anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere anywhere in the world. In the world. Okay, anywhere so anywhere. that's good for the listeners to know. So can you yeah, give yeah. our listeners one right. the name of your program, where they can find you? Yeah. Okay, so I'll do the website first, which is www.ifoundmecounseling.co.uk. And that's for um, the whole umbrella company of I Found Me Counseling. Um, we also have Black Mentors Matter. So the Instagram is at Black Mentors Matter. Um, I should I give the two emails? Yeah, you can. So we have info at ifoundmecounseling.co.uk. And we also have. Hang on one second for our folks who are writing and people like me who are writing slowly. See, I don't write because my secretary is doing the job, you know what I'm saying? So. Okay. I call you tomorrow morning and tell you, you must look. In a hole now. You have no behavior, no behavior at all. She's digging that hole. Exactly. I will be I'll be coming to you soon. I need help. No, but um, definitely gonna. It's okay. So okay, I'm definitely. You ready? So so, let me just go back over for for the web. The first website was www.ifoundmecounseling.co.uk. Correct. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the first website, everybody. And don't worry, as usual, we put this on our YouTube page as well. We put the links in there for everybody. So just come on out to the YouTube page and you'll see it, YouTube and Facebook. We put the links in there for everyone. And then the other website is www.blackmentorsmatter.com. No, it's, it's sorry, not sorry. a website. It's sorry, a, Instagram. Instagram. Oh, that's the Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So it, it is just at. Yeah. Yeah, just right. at Black Mentors okay. Matter. So the Instagram is at Black Mentors Matter. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the email. The yeah. email. I'm going to give you the emails. And I've got one more email to give you. Did you, did you give me the first email? Yeah, the email. first email. Info at. Did you get that one? No. Info yes. at. Okay. So it's info at I found me counseling uk counseling okay dot co dot uk got it and next email okay is black 
mentor without the S. Matter at gmail.com. Okay. Um, uh, I don't think we give a number on, on here. It's too. No, no, we can, we can pass the numbers. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the, web, the website, and we also, everybody, we have the IG and we have the email. So you can reach I Found Me Counseling. You can reach I Found Me Counseling. You can reach Black Mentors Matter. Um, just the information is there. We're going to give it to you guys again. Like I said, we're going to give you all these links. If you didn't write it down or you didn't catch it, we'll put it up for you. And please, 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 everybody reach out to them. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter that you might be in the U.S. or you may be um, in Jamaica, Trinidad, Barbados, wherever you're listening from right now. I just followed I just followed on Black Mental. <laughs> yes. So go on out to Black Mental Matter yes. on the IG page. Follow on the IG page. Yes. Um, and follow. Go to and what I'll do is I will send you. I will send you all the other links on Twitter and LinkedIn and so on. Um, okay. I can't remember them off my head, um, but I'll send the links to you for you to share with everybody. And join our, and please make sure that you are on our platform because we're always um, boosting up our guests and what they do on Let's Connect. That's with a K. Um, right. Let's connect with a K, everybody. Search us out on Facebook Instagram as well. And on, on Instagram. Facebook, on YouTube. We are Let's Connect. Mm -hmm. The green logo that says Let's Connect with a K. With a K. Yes. So, and also when you guys are done, if you could just on your site, write something about your experience with us today so that we can proudly put that on our page as well. Advertising you everywhere. And I promise, I promise I won't be mad at you guys for writing crazy things about me. Yeah, like you and your bestseller. I know me and my bestseller, right? <laughs> As but, you can see, it's all over my Instagram. Yeah, as well, I saw so. it. Yes, I saw all it. Right. So, yes, we are here every Wednesday. So, okay. we hope that you'll, even if you're working, you can download the app and you can hear us talk. Or if you have Alexa, you just say, My Turn Radio, and Alexa will find you. We'll find us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yes. We both no. like that, you know, because Alexa okay. knows where we are, you know. You yes. guys are doing amazing work, and I, I just, um, I congratulate you guys for everything that you've done so far, and all the work that you're going to continue to do because you're giving these spaces and these platforms um, that are much needed. So just keep up the good work. It's and, amazing. and just so you know, you're not going to. This is not going to be the first and last time that you're on the show. Oh no, you're family now. You're family. Okay, so you can't hide from family. You can't. You can't have from me. Can't have from family. Not at all. So we appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much. We thank you. We appreciate you for coming, and we would come back anytime. We would anytime you feel like coming on. Just let me know. Let us know. Just come on. You are our UK fam. Yes. Although Let Emily, although Emily are dead for sleep. Emily's like, Let me put. I, I just, so. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor Emily. Poor Emily. Poor Emily.
But she, she, you know what? She's fine because she's got a short journey home. I've got a long journey home. Oh, okay. Uh, we sorry. Okay, so we're going to let you go. Thank you so much. And please, thank you. Drive thank you. safely. Yes. I've, I've, already, I've already shared your information with um, on my Facebook page, on the Instagram. Yes. Uh, I've sent it out to personal people that I know and actually share it again and share it again and share it again. So, um, and listen, and, and if you miss a show, we are on YouTube. So we like this show. If they missed it, they can go out on the YouTube channel and they'll see the show. They'll yeah, see what, the entire episode is going to be on YouTube. So we're gonna post we're gonna post the YouTube um, clip as well. Yes. On, I'm gonna post it on my Facebook as well as uh, we'll post Emily's it all gonna post it. So basically we just post it. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Us too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and get as much people um, out there, especially the black community, get yeah. as much as it's important um, as possible, important. you know, to, to to log in the next time if they haven't logged in today, to right. log in the next time to keep the encouragement up and going, you know. I'm yes. like with comments coming down through the screen. So There's a whole leap of comments was peeling yeah, off. How interesting the conversation. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely. Yes. yes. We love it. Love you guys. Thank you yeah. for joining Thank you so much. Yeah. Please travel safely, and we'll see you soon. Yeah. No All problem. right. And look out for that book. We'll see you again. Probably very soon. Let's look out for I don't have to look out for it. I remember, I'm not looking out for it. The copy is coming to you. Oh, yeah, you're getting your sign. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Yes. Copy too, yeah? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> May I wait for my copy here? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, guys. All right, have a safe night. Have a beautiful evening. It was amazing. Yeah, same here. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Have a evening. Oh, yeah. huh? I know I can't help it. I tell you, at every Wednesday, this is how it ends. Crazy, crazy, crazy things. So that All was right. awesome. That was an that awesome. was an amazing conversation that we just had, everybody, with our guests straight from the UK. We just talked to Emily Lewis from I Found Me Counseling, and we talked to Ruben Walrand. I'll make sure I say his name right. Ruben Walrand um, from Black Mentors. Let me get it right. Black Mentors Matter. Yes. Um, yes. And they were beautiful human beings. They were so amazing, so well informed. And we know you got a lot from that conversation as oh, well yes. as we did. Yeah, we did. Yes. So, ha. Huh. You know how much we always talk, but listen, we always have a lot to say. So that's why we talk so much, right? Yes, yes. And now I want—I just wanted to play this voiceover piece because uh, it's its something I, I haven't played it on the show before, but we are in Black History Month and this is a Black History piece. So this is the reason I wanted to just play this for you guys. As you know, my name is Carol Tanya. And I am the founder of Lights Action VoiceOver, which is a voiceover company. And that's what I do, voiceover. So um, I did a documentary snippet sample, and I wanted to just play this for you all, all of you friends. And it's on Marian Anderson. And Marian Anderson is the first African-American singer to perform at the White House.
So mm. that is quite an achievement. And I know on all on social media right now, a lot of people are posting about her, uh, an amazing singer, uh, but she was the first African-American. And as you can imagine, she underwent a lot of challenges to get to that point, a lot of challenges when I was reading on her. So when you guys get a minute, you know, look her up. Um, you can look her up on YouTube, on Google, wherever you, what platform you want to look her up on and on YouTube, just, just listen to her sing an amazing voice. But she was the first female African-American singer to perform there. Um, so I'm going to play, Reese, if you will. Well, I'm um, playing I it. Did, um, in terms of voiceover, I did just a short can you try? Can you try it on your side? I cannot get to my, oh. my thing stuck. Try oh, it on your side. Let's try it on your side. I do not have it on my um. Hold I don't on. have it on on here. That's why. So and by the time I get it up, I'm I'm sorry. I I forgot, Reese, that your system was doing so much today. All right. My apologies. See. All right. Let's let's let me see. Hold on. Yeah, my thing is stuck, but. Um, let me see um, if I can do this real quickly and and if not, we'll I'll just put the link as usual in. I can put the link as usual on our page. And everybody can just check it out there and see it. It's just a. Uh, I think I got it. Let's see. Because it wasn't, I have to put it in a place where I can reach it to do this. Oh, you got it? All right. I didn't hear anything. So again, I hope that everyone else was able to hear. Because I was hearing it loud and clear. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay well, so. hopefully everyone heard it. Um, I didn't hear anything, but um, that was, again, that's for voiceover. As we talk about every single week on this program, voiceover has various different categories. And one of the categories that you just saw demonstrated by moi, is documentary so it's documentary narration and it's just um you know because had you just seen pictures of marion anderson on the screen you'd be wondering who who who's this person and you know the whole point of voiceover is to engage you with what you're seeing so it's not just the pictures it's not just the video is someone speaking and speaking in a certain manner that will draw you in or educate you inform you and at the same time, entertain you. So I hope that was entertaining. 
So if you're if you have a product or any type of business, etc., um, reach out to Lights Action Voiceover, which is me, um, Lights Action Voiceover, and we're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, <laughs> uh, everywhere, everywhere, and it's the same as um, it's the same logo. It's a it's a bluish greenish logo and you'll see lights action voiceover and um, reach out to us the, the email is lights action voiceover at gmail.com lights action voiceover at gmail.com for whether you want to do a documentary narration whether you want to you have your own business you're looking for voicemail you're looking for um audiobook narration which is a project that i have coming up audiobook narration or if you're looking for um radio like we're in radio now radio station drop which is a, another project i'm doing so if you're looking for a radio station piece um or documentary it's e-learning you make shoes, you make hats, you want to talk about it. That's called a product demo. So, or it's just a regular commercial about your business. Uh, reach out lights, action, voiceover at gmail.com. And the link will be on this underneath this video in our YouTube channel as well. Okay. okay All right. Oh, so, um, last week, you know, we had our pop-up shop yes but the rain oh my god rain it it rained out not really because we moved it inside so it wasn't as what we thought it was going to be one vendor she was like listen honey i have my tent i'll stay outside i and she made sales while oh there because really? the rain was on and off on and off like that so yeah she was out there and so we're having it again next month oh good march 6th and march 7th we're gonna have the elite now this is the elite woman in business pop-up shop oh, normally it's we normally normally we call it the mini expo because that's how we started out so now officially next month we're going to start doing back our mini expo with featured all the women in business so if you have a if you're in the south if you're in broward palm beach or because we had vendors all the way from Miami, Kendall. And that's wow. like an hour away from where the event was that came out. Wow. Yes. That's great. I yes. know I saw I saw your live. You did the live yes. on Facebook just showing the vendors and you guys. Right. All that's what we do. But this time, okay. this time it's going to be outside, which would be better because we're going to be outside and we spaced out the the um vendors enough space for yeah. social distancing so we're doing it next month march 6th and 7th and it's it's the women in business mini expo so for all you ladies out there that have a business or you want to promote your business or you want you know this is the place to be right it's 50 dollars for the table you get two chairs and a table, right? If you do two days, it's gonna be $80. And we have refreshments, we have music, you get to network with other women, it's awesome, right? So I'm sorry, Carol, that you can't come down. 
I know. Yes, I but wish we I were in your area because I would definitely come. We have so much fun. We yeah. have so much fun, man. You get to meet women that's all about the business. Like yeah. I, I love it to see us women. We just and it was very thing. positive when I looked at it on your live. And thank you for doing that because you give people like me an opportunity to see what was going on. Yeah. Did the live and everyone was so positive and so friendly and just wanting to share with one another. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. And, and it's amazing that you have some of these women that they're doing organic stuff like handmade candles, handmade soap. I don't have time for that. But that's a, they like they're doing the thing. That's great. They're doing, they're doing the thing. So we're doing it again. And they all need support, you know. They all yes. need support. And if these people are doing the the hard work and sticking to it, you know, let's support one another. So come on out, ladies. Show your. I want to point this out, ladies. We can work together. There's enough for everyone. So you supporting your fellow sister is not going to take from you. We need to get that in our heads. Yeah. We need to stress that, especially yeah. with our Black sisters. Yeah. And don't don't go looking all the time for a discount. Oh, oh discount. for real. No, can't you give me this for like $10 off and this and that? If these people yes. work really hard for yeah. their business. They don't go to Macy's and tell Macy's, oh, you can't give me a discount on a Mac powder no mac right. powder is five hundred dollars you will take up the five hundred dollars right. after you're not asking for that so you let's support each into, other like you, you won't walk into macy's or walk into some other store and say i want a discount of this and this on this unless they're running a sale and they right. like know that but otherwise people just because you see a fellow you know black or brown person working hard does not mean that you can go in and haggle you know their prices that they've set you know it's either yeah. you want it or you don't want it you Please don't want it support labor and their time and support yeah and if it's not for you because not everything i'll try it once and if it's not yeah. for me i'll share there's yeah. nothing wrong with it the share button or referring and say hey my girl carol she does this or yeah. my girl reese does this there's no harm in that and that's one of the reasons even us on the radio station um, page here, a lot of times we see stuff and they weren't on our show at all, yeah. either. but we yeah. share their information because that's what it's all about. You know, it's showing support to other, and this is how, that's another way of showing your support. Share the information. Just like when we, we're done, we'll talk about and let you know who's coming up after us on the right. radio station because- Which is Valencia. Valencia is coming up next. And if you're- Yes, in the, Valencia right? is coming up next, people. Yes. Check her show out. So if, check her show out, right? Because we are, you know, we just, I, I just want, and I'm going to keep stressing it. There's enough out there for us. So supporting your fellow girl is not going to take from you. Exactly. Not going to exactly. take from you. Support each other. Support each other's business. People are working hard. You know, if especially if now something is not for you, just keep it moving. Don't bad mouth it or anything. Exactly. Like just move to the next. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Oh, what would Cardi B? What would, would Cardi B say? Okay. Yeah, so you know that. Uh, Even I know that. <laughs> and if Carol knows that, know that. If Carol knows Cardi B, 
everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. <laughs> See, now you're putting my business out on the street. I will put your business out. No, put my business my out. business out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I came in this evening with, I came in on a show with a headache and I was feeling low. See? Yeah, now you're feeling good, right? I feel good. I feel good. Dun, 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 dun. Like I knew that you would now. Because she feels good. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> you can, and people, we're not drinking, okay? Exactly. <laughs> I don't even have my glass of water here. You can't imagine if we was drinking. Lord, natural high. That's the reason. Natural high. Because I don't need to be drinking. Then I'd really be. No, that's the reason I stopped drinking. Too much of a natural <laughs> high. <laughs> you had your fill. <laughs> what? I just I'm, don't need to be drinking, period. I miss my Johnny Walker Black straight. I got up. me a natural high. And then when I have somebody like Reese around, I don't need nothing else. Is that a compliment? It is a compliment. Okay. Girl. I don't know if that's a compliment. It is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need nothing else. You you bring the fun, girl. Oh, you, I, I trust. <laughs> yes yes so also before we go off yes everybody we're always looking for sponsors wait boy i tell you i'm so proud of me when you started this show you used to push the begging onto me no no yeah beg. go ahead with the begging because self, you're forgetting and i'm no like, i'm not forgetting that toastush beg <laughs> Well, I mentioned it because I was hoping you would pick it up, you know, and run with it. You'll do it this week. Oy. You know, I'm not as good with it as you are. So all I can say is we're looking for sponsors, everybody. We need money to get to keep the show going. Yes. As you can see, we bring in amazing guests for yes. you. We do our research on everything and we bring the best for you at all times to make sure you get premium quality experience right here on the radio show every we, yes so we our content does not going. come from google huh our content does not come from google exactly as you can <laughs> see we got it live and direct we, on the radio we got the experts on but seriously from yes. all over the world too we're not yes. just homegrown we do it yes. from all over the world so because we have listeners from all over the world so we would love if you guys have a business or you want to promote a, a an event, whatever you want to do, hit us up. We got you. You know, we 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 can work out something. We love that you are um, dedicated to us every Wednesday. We love it. We look forward to you know. Or even if you yeah. don't have a business, perhaps like Risa, you said you're gonna put a link for if you want to. Yes. To our radio. If you love if you love hearing us and seeing us and all of that good stuff, slide on over to um, my turn radio, and then you're gonna hit that beautiful face that says Reese, and then you'll open up the whole box for you to donate to the Let's Connect, right? Yeah. So we would love because, as I said, it takes money to run the station, and we love to come, and we love to to come every Wednesday and and hang out with you guys. You know, so that that's our little begging thing. Right? We have a little thing, you know. 
Yes. <laughs> we need money to keep going, guys. Yes. We love being with you. We love bringing you all the content every week. We don't want to stop. We don't want to go anywhere. Oh, real quick. My, as you guys know, I don't know if you guys know, but I have a show on Sundays. I'm running a, um, a contest because it's Valentine's Day. Picture with you and your boo and you get a chance to win $100. And that's sponsored by Easy Cooling, okay? So what I want you to do is to go to Facebook. You see Reese's Vibe Lounge. You're gonna upload you and your base picture, your cute pictures. And then on Sunday, you tune in to see if you want $100. Ooh. US dollars, we're talking, we're not talking. <laughs> one zero not one not not <laughs> you get a chance it's valentine's not 100 jamaican dollars not 100 united states of america <laughs> dollars who could not use a hundred dollars right now but yeah. i'm a sucker for love i'm a sucker for love hundred dollars on any day any day so day. once again go to reese's vibe lounge upload your picture with you and your boo Hit the like button. You're going to like it, share it, and then listen Sunday because, honey, a pure lovey dovey music is going to play Sunday, you know, right? From wow. 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And then wow. you listen for a chance to see if you win that $100. All right. Well, I know everybody could use $100. So I could use $100, but I can't. You, you know. know, so if tune in to Reese's Vibe Lounge, it's and that's on. But Sunday, that's the yes on Sunday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. All right, Indeed. look at the page. Right I'm on yes. myturnradio.net, everybody, and we're gonna wrap this show up right now. As usual, this show was called Let's Connect, the show where you find more compassion, more empathy, and, and less judgment. judgment. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next Wednesday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on back and be with us. Bye. Bye-bye.